Oh, yeah! Macho Man kicking off the Bread Club for us this week there. I'm very excited to, uh, I feel, uh, man, last, last episode, episode 14, was a lot of fun, but I feel like we were, uh, because of, of your trip to Japan and my vacation, it was, uh, we were late to the party. We were very late to the party. Yeah, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom was done, and then the next Wrestle Kingdom was already starting. But now I feel like I'm jacked up. I watched uh, I watched the Wrestle Kingdom. I watched Muda's last match. Uh, I, you know, I feel like we're in a great way, Kieran. I got great news for you, too. Oh, I'm... Just before this show, uh-huh. I purchased tickets to New Japan in Washington, D.C. and Philadelphia in April. Whoa, you're doing both? How far is Washington from... Well, how far is Philly from you? How far is both? Okay, so what Philly's closer. Washington's probably about a four and a half, five hour drive. Damn, you're committed. So we'll they not shit for that either. So we'll go. Uh, they're good, but with the re, we're, and we're going to talk about it. But they're going to read the rebranding strong, mm-hmm. and you know they're always going to announce something to try and push those those tickets last minute. I mean, the on the posters for one of them, you've got Osprey, Tanahashi. They've they've released the posters with like four of the faces on each. I know Osprey's on one of them. He's not on the other, I don't think. But it's not to say he won't be at both. I I, I don't know. They're you know they're promoting the hell out of them. Yeah. So it's a Saturday Sunday. So we'll leave we'll leave New Jersey Saturday morning. We'll take the five hour ride down. Probably get down there late afternoon. Grab some lunch. Then uh, DC to Philly is coming back towards Jersey. It's probably like an hour and a half, two hour drive. Oh, so it's like literally on your way back anyway, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Oh man, I'm excited. That rules. Yeah. So the DC show is like uh, seven o'clock bell time, and the Philly ones like afternoon, five o'clock. So I'm excited, man. That, so am I. I pulled the trip. I was like, this is gonna be that that would New Japan weekender, man. Yes, and it'll be like my 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 last trip. Before my work schedule really picks up, because once the spring and the summer come, I get really busy. So I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And if anyone wants to come, they can go. So I'll get a couple people from the Mark Order podcast will be joining me and uh, it'll be a fun little little road trip. Oh, that's awesome. So when 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 are they happening in April? Did you say April 15th and 16th? Damn, not long to go. A little over two months, two and a half months, man. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea you were even thinking about going, let alone getting tickets. We're gonna have some live live reporting from Philly and Washington. Oh, I can't wait. And then then I, you know, I we know so many of uh, these wonderful people. And Clark did uh the Shining Wizards podcast a couple weeks ago. So I definitely want to hook up with Clark and, and buy him a drink and hang out. So I'm very excited about this. Clark was awesome on the Wizards podcast. Uh, he was in good spirits. It sounded like, so shall I say? Oh, um, but that that was a that was a brilliant episode of the uh, the Shining Wizards podcast. Make sure you check that out because we are New Japan related. We are Bread Club. If you want to hear New Japan's Clark Connors, then go check out the Wizards podcast. Now, look, you, I, we talked about your wonderful Twitter account uh, at Kieran RH ninety three, uh, and last week you said you don't respond to people. So I didn't take it personally, but I know you started a new New Japan podcast with some some people over on Wrestling. Do I have to be worried, Kieran? Because I tweeted at you a couple times. Should I be worried? I mean, you said, "Hey, I, I sorry, I wasn't trying to ignore you." My, my, as you can imagine, my notifications are pretty fucking messy. Um, and like, do you know how on your, your like on your on the app you have like three tabs? You've got like just all your notifications. 
you've got one which is mentions and one which is verified things. My mentions one just doesn't work. It'll show me like one new mention a day. And I'm like, I know people are fucking sending me shit more often than this man. Um, so yeah, my notifications are fucked basically. So I wasn't ignoring you. Sorry. Um, but yes, started a new New Japan podcast just because uh, with wrestling, Noob Japan was kind of very time consuming. Uh, it was very difficult to kind of do that regularly. Um, so now I'm just doing a New Japan theme podcast. It's called Ace Techers uh, over on Wrestle In. And we're going to have to update the, the little thing at the bottom there, Matt. It's yes. Out of date now. Um, oh, you're right. Shit, I got to fix that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no. the first, yeah, the first episode just aired uh, Ace Techers this past week, uh, just chatting, chatting shit about New Japan. Um, but it's no bread club. Bread club is the the place to be over on Fightful Overbooked. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I was. I didn't have to be worried about anything. I mean, came with a surprise to say, you know, you bought tickets. My surprise is that this is the last ever episode of Bread Club. All right. Well, this is going to be an awkward next forty <laughs> hour because I don't know. I'm out. Like right now, I'm done. Peace. Damn. All right. Well, uh, Jeremy. Find me another <laughs> co-host. I can't. You can't replace Kieran, though. That's the problem. The Bread Club would cease to exist. I can't see myself doing it with anybody else because I don't think there's anybody else who is as knowledgeable and as passionate about New Japan Pro Wrestling as my friend Kieran is. So if if this is the end, uh, go fuck yourself. I'm out. <laughs> no, Bread Club. Bread Club's gonna live forever. Um, forever, forever, as Terry Funk would say. Fucking Terry Funk, man. Not a big Terry Funk guy. Yeah, he's before my time. I don't mind. Um, yeah, I saw him in ECW when he was like, you know, 55. And every match he would bleed out <laughs> his ears. And I'm like, yeah. why is he? He's bleeding out his ears. Why is he wrestling? Uh, I want to make a segue here, but it's not going to be the best segue. It was like blood. Uh, I was just going to go into a Kiyomiya Kim- Okada because there was a kind of little bit of blood coming out the forehead there. Um, but fucking hell, man. Wrestle Kingdom 17 in Yokohama Arena. What a show. Holy sh- dude. I now obviously people know I'm in the States and you're in England. So you're you usually uh, you get it at a more reasonable hour than me. Uh, you know, granted, six, seven o'clock in the morning is still not ideal, but it's better than staying up till the middle of the night. Hell yeah. Um, so, and I wake up and I, you know, I'm sure like 90 percent of, of the people out there, I go, I wake up and I go right to my phone. I got to see what's going, you know, yeah, check, see if I missed anything exciting over the night. And I got Twitter notifications and messages and I open Twitter. And the first thing I see is Okada getting blasted in the fucking face. I was like, I got to brush my teeth and go downstairs and make <laughs> breakfast and watch this show immediately. I love, I love that the teeth brushing still came first. I, I respect that. Good. Matt, Matt with good hygiene practice though. I'm trying. I have a, my wife says I have like the worst morning breath ever. So. Oh, I say that to my fiance. So, yeah. so I gotta, I gotta. Yeah. Every couple has one, seemingly. As soon as I get up, it's the, it's the first thing. <laughs> She's standing over you, like ready to pour the toothpaste into your mouth as soon she as you wake to, up. Yeah, between that <laughs> and the, the snoring, she wants to fucking murder me. <laughs> well, almost um, like the way Okada wanted to murder. Uh... Oh, dude, God damn. We 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 should work our way for up the card. We'll get to it. We're both pumped to talk about it. It's the talk of the wrestling world the past week. Um, absolutely incredible scenes. But yeah, Wrestle Kingdom 17 in Yokohama Arena, Noah versus New Japan. Um, pre-match starts with a Young Lion match uh, and then a kind of another Young Lion match featuring Ishii and Masakiti Mia. Um, not much to talk about from the pre-show, but then the main show kicks off and we get into the good shit. 
we got Noah guys teaming up with New Japan guys to take on Noah and New Japan guys. Uh, Sugira, Kojima, Yano, and Tanahashi defeating Gado, El Fantasmo, Kenta, and Marafuji. Um, Ken, uh, Marafuji not keen on throwing up the two sweet Matt. He really wasn't. And before we get in the match, I do want to give props to to Noah and New Japan for the the wonderful Jay Briscoe tribute they did at the beginning uh, of the show. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, terrible news since we last talked. Um, but I thought that was really cool of them to uh, to do that, and it, it was only fitting that it was uh, Tanahashi and Marafuji to be in the the only two in the ring with the with the pictures of Jay. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, absolutely, uh, fucking heartbreaking, tragic news, and considering everything, well, all the talk in America, you know, it worked out in the end with AEW, but the 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 fear that they wasn't going to be able to do anything. Um, of course, they, they, there was nothing to worry about in terms of that with Noah and New Japan. They were successful in both companies, held mm-hmm. tag titles in both. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really, uh, really high, like classy of them both to do that, to go out their way to host that, at, uh, you know, in such a big occasion. The two groups coming together or heading to the ring. It was really nice to see. It was. It was very sad. And it was just as sad as Marafuji not, not throwing up that too sweet. I don't know if it was just as sad, Matt. I appreciate the segue, but <laughs> I mean, if anyone really thinks it's that sad, then they don't. They clearly have never watched the Bread Club, and you should probably go back. To- <laughs> uh, but it was, I was just trying to segue. I don't yeah. like, man. It's it's something you got to talk about, and it's so tragic and horrible. But yeah, you, horrible. if you spend too much time on it, it's just it's a heartbreaker. So I was trying to trying to move past. Well, past the Marafuji, not he doesn't want to be in the Bullet Club. He does not want to be in the Bullet Club. He was uh, very against it, so much so that it ended up costing them the match with a Toriano special roll-up over Gato. Well, you know, ELP was—he's a great talent and he's a wonderful man, I'm sure. But he was really like way too consumed with not getting the two sweet from Marafuji. Yeah, I mean, in his backstage comments as well, ELP was like. He couldn't believe that he was teaming with Kento and Marafuji. He was like, you know, I grew up watching them on Daily Motion back in the Noah days, kicking the shit out of each other, teaming up as Maruken, and now I get to team up with Marafuji. But then he was also furious that Marafuji, Marafuji, Marafuji refused to throw up the two sweet. Um, but yeah, it, it it was a good opener. It set it was a little, you know, set the table nice and right uh, for the rest of the show. Yeah, and and you know the whole. Um... The whole ge- the whole genesis of the show, honestly, was just Lij versus Congo, right? And we knew there was oh, yeah. a lot of stuff on the undercard, um, but I don't I don't think we had imagined what would steal the show here. Um, I love Despy. And, like there's and a, there's a buck coming. Yeah, dude, this match did nothing for me. Like I was, I've I'm not a Noah. I don't know a lot about Noah. And every year I do the same thing. I sign up for Wrestle Universe. I watch like a couple shows, and then I just, I just get so fucking busy. And it's like so much to learn all these new characters. Trying to get into a new promotion is one of the most difficult things you can do, especially with Noah, because I've probably said it on here before. The top of their roster is stacked. The heavyweights, the main event division. Uh, you know, you got Nakajima, you got Keno, you got Fujita, you got Kiyomiya. Um, you know, there's guys I'm definitely forgetting, but their mid card, their junior division, not setting the world on fire. Um, but this is a match that Desperado wanted. He wanted this since last year. Uh, I think they was in a tag match against each other, maybe yes. at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 16 night three. Um, and it wasn't. Yeah, it's it's nothing anyone's gonna remember. 
Um, it was fine. It was nice to get a singles match, I suppose, uh, because those are hard to come by when it's inter-promotional warfare. Yeah. Uh, but the most, I suppose, interesting part was the fact that Desperado didn't take his time going to the ring like he usually would. He ran like he was a young lion. He was pumped. Um, but um, yeah, the match, it was where it was. It was fine. It's not. It didn't cause. It didn't upset me, and it didn't excite me. No, I was just I was excited for it because I had watched Yohei on the the first show of the year when it was Muda Nakamura. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this might be like I could see this working out, but it was just. I don't know. It left me it left me not satisfied. Yeah, it was there. It was fine. It was never gonna be the talk of the night, um, really. Like even aside from what happened with Okada Kitamiya, uh Kiyomiya, not Kitamiya, sorry. Uh it was it was what it was. Yes. That's fair. I like that. Um third match is it it also was what it was. <laughs> New Japan versus Norigan, Master Watto, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Tiger Mask taking on Alejandro, Junte Miyawaka, uh, Miyawaki, sorry, and uh, Amakusa, Amakusa, the JHC Junior Heavyweight Champion. I'm going to quickly plug the fact that we're doing an interview with him over at Wrestling. Uh, sent off our questions to Noah today, so hopefully we'll get them back in good time. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't recall much of this match, admittedly. Let me ask you a question now. You're going to interview this uh, uh, Amakusa guy? Amakusa, yep. You have to run all your questions through Noah? Mm-hmm. I would never be able to do that. <laughs> it's all written. It's not, I'm not, you know, the, the language barrier and stuff. I'll send them the questions. Noah will kindly translate it all gotcha. uh, for him. They all translate his answers back to English and they'll send it back to me. Um, right. That's tremendous uh, because, yeah, it means I get to speak to a guy like Amakusa for right. instance, purposes, which wouldn't be possible because of the language barrier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But, I thought yeah. He was, I thought the, he was the, one. The, the, the Shining Wizards uh, question of when was the last time you shit your pants did not make my list that I sent to Noah's officials. To be fair, it's not just that's not the only question we ask. We're just like it's very it's like not. I thought literally you just had every guest come on. You asked that one question and then they, they left. And that was it. Yeah, it wasn't it was good for like the first couple, but then we weren't getting uh, the bank for the buck. So <laughs> we figure, you know, we gotta get a little more. Right, we, we got Kenny Omega here and we only asked him one question. We should probably give some more thought to this. You know what? I did not ask Kenny Omega if he shit his pants. He's never going to get asked that question asked again now. Well, you never know. See what I can do. <laughs> Just tweet him once a day until you get a response. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll be blocked in a heartbeat. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I can't remember much of this match. Admittedly, it was just a, it was a junior little spot fest. You know, everyone get your stuff in and let's get out. Yeah, that's it. But the JHC Junior Heavyweight Champion Amakusa did pick up the win, um, and he backstage challenged Hiromu Takahashi as well, which has led to the singles match that we'll talk about that's coming up at Keiji Muto's Grand Final in Tokyo Dome. But yes. uh, we'll, we'll get onto that awesome card as well. Yes. Uh, next was uh, uh, Kiyomo, Kiyo, Kiyomiya and Inomura from Noah against Okada and Togi Makabe. Um, this was nothing short of incredible. This is not a Dave Meltzer oh. five star match. This was he rated it, and he rated, he rated it high. He rated it like four point two five or something. He rated it. I'm so shocked he rated it. Uh, he I, rated it highly as well. Like good on him. I mean, how could you not? It, it, you get Inamura and Makabe started off. Okada gets tagged in, and he throws Inamura in like a side headlock, and Kiyomiya comes in and then kicks him twice hard in the back, and Okada no sells. He's like. He's like, well, is there flying here? And then Kiyomiya <laughs> says, all right, 
it's time for me to make a fucking name for myself here. <laughs> I'm the THC heavyweight champion. We talked about this month because I was like, we talked about it last Monday on the show. I was like, if you guys watch it, you have to watch this like three minute clip. You have to. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. If, and I was like, and if you want to watch Muda's last match, watch it. But you have to watch this. How, I got to know. Dude, he fucking blasts him. It's, I called his head is temporarily in the front fucking row. It How is do unbelievable. You... We all know that the wrestling is story. How do you be like, all right, dude. I've got Blast this great. Like, I've got this great idea. Just get, just go in the ring and fucking kick me in the head. Just, <laughs> It'll be like, awesome. Kick me in the face, but don't hurt me too bad. Like, like I, I don't know that the "don't hurt me too bad" was even there. Like the instant swelling and lump on Okada's forehead. I, it's insane how it quickly that appeared. I guess the idea was to kick him in the, you just kick him in the face, but have it all go to the like. The brunt had to be his forehead. God forbid he missed. He could have like crushed his fucking orbital or broke his nose. I feel like nose. he just kicks him in the entire face. Like his boot takes up Okada's face. It's <sighs> amazing. But yeah, like Kimia comes in, does that. It's like, you know, you know, he's like, I've done my bit. I'll get back on the apron because this is a tag team match. And Okada just fucking barrels across the ring, knocks him to the floor. They're scrapping on the outside. And Okada is laying in those kicks. Those, he is not. Like, you know, putting in some stomping his foot whilst he does a kick. He is ripping the shit out of Kiyomiya. And I'm at this point, like, I don't know about you, man. I'm at this point, like, is this real? Is, was that kick not meant to be that hard? Was it Kiyomiya going into business for himself? And they're scrapping and it's all very serious and real. And then it's like Kiyomiya goes for the German suplex. And I'm like, okay, it's not real. If you was in a, if you was in a fight, you ain't got a German <laughs> suplex on one. I'll tell you what, though. There was like a point when Okada is on Kiyomiya and he is hitting him and he has his fists up like he's blocking him. And then at one point he just fucking punches him right in the face. He snuck one in there. That's what I mean. Like it, it seemed so real. And that's what made it so good as well is the fact we have never seen Okada like that. No, we, never. We, ne- Okada's cool, calm, collected. Doesn't really let Mark get to him. You know, he's the end boss. He's the big boy, you know. Try all your might. You're not going to annoy me because I'm so fucking cool and I'm so awesome. That's what really made me think, like, had it me doubting, is this real? Um, and it was like the fucking the Kiyomiya's drop kick as well. Is I don't think we're going to see a better drop kick this year. Right. He fucking flies. He catches Okada flush in the fucking face, and he puts his foot so far for Okada's face that he catches Makabe with the same foot stood behind him. It is. The, like I, you wouldn't do a drop kick if it was a real fight either. But I think if I could throw a drop kick like Kiyomiya would, and I was in a fight, I'd be tempted to fucking try it because it was unbelievably brutal. Yeah, and I thought Kevin Kelly and Chris Carrollton did a great job uh, on commentary. Kevin Kelly stopped the match. What are we doing? You have yeah, to stop why the match. The off right now? They made it seem so real as well. And, and they brought up that at last year Wrestle Kingdom sixteen night three like. Kiyomiya was in the main event, but he was nowhere near the level of competitor that he is now. He wasn't the GHC champion last year. So he he went into this match feeling like he had something to prove to make a name for himself. And, and by God, I mean, there's no better way to make a name for yourself than kicking arguably 
the the face of New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, the best wrestler in the world, maybe square in the fucking face as hard as you could. It was absolutely perfect. Like they in what's it, what's the clip? Did you say like three minutes? Obviously, the segment overall goes on longer than that. But you know, they've made this match must see in five minutes. You know, let's fucking they they've made that much bigger than any other match that just you know. It's incredible what they accomplished in such a short space of time. Yeah, and then uh, I know we'll get to it when we talk about Muda's last match, but man, the story they are telling where Okada is like, I am not doing this. This is not a New Japan mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. It is It is good. It's brilliant. He, he's like, why should he, he kicks me in the face and that means he gets a match? No, why, why would I give this guy trying to make a name for himself a match? Like, you know, I, I'm, the, I'm the big boy here. I'm fucking Kazuchika Okada. Fuck Kaito Kiyomiya. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic storytelling. And that again, I've I've harped on this for the last fifteen episodes. You know, it's one of my favorite things about New Japan. This mm-hmm. can, you know, this will end. At, this might potentially end at February twenty first at Muda's last match, but they might pick this up again next at next year's Wrestle Kingdom. They, yeah, hopefully this is something long term. They just they can come back to this throughout the years. Kimi is young, uh, super young. He's like 26, 27. Uh, Okada's got like 10 years on him maybe but like Kiyomiya's like the Okada you know he's this supernova bright spot super young super accomplished super talented um it's there's so much to look forward to in this feud I hope it doesn't end at the Tokyo Dome I don't think it will I think that like case in point the whole reason the whole the whole series built around the show they started it last year right now we're in the, Mm -hmm. the LIJ Congo series where it's Best of five. And I wish I had. I wanted to listen back to our last episode to see which one of us were closer on. I think you had LIJ winning and I think I had Congo winning in match five. I had Congo winning in match five. I had no, I had Keno winning in the main event. Okay. Oh, I was wrong there straight away. Um, I don't remember. I think I I had Shingo winning. Yes. I think we both had Bushi winning. I think you had Sonata winning and I had Sonata losing. No, if I had Bushi winning, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, no, I think we both had Bushi losing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, he is the pervert. He is the the pin eater of Lij, but so is Tadasuke. Um, so you know, it was who's this. This was really the, the who's going to be the worst pin eater, and it was it was poor little Bushi. They didn't bring in Teton for this, huh? Nope. Uh, but you know what? I've probably said it before on here. I'm not a big Bushi fan. I don't think he does anything. Of merit uh his entrance is the most exciting thing to see what called mask he's got and in the ring he'll hit the same few moves and let's get in get out i enjoyed him in this match i don't know if he came in with a sense of purpose and a bit of a rivalry of i actually want to prove myself against an outsider uh but he was landing his chops his suicide dive had a bit more oomph on it um and obviously the, the bright spark was the fact that we saw we saw the mist for the first time since the pandemic hit yeah uh almost probably three years since the last time we see the bushy mist and he's still fucking lost. <laughs> I think uh, I think this was a fun match. I think they got the death spot because uh, because of what oh, happened. Right? Oh. Like, right, like, I could, could you? I couldn't bring my heart down. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it, that's so difficult. Even Chris Charlton on commentary was like, you know, I've got to try cool myself down here. Like, it's so difficult. Yeah, no, it was it was a rough spot for them to be in, but they put in the effort and the energy was there. It was just. Man, the crowd—you gotta—the crowd was so electric because that's so 
unlike anything you see in a Japanese wrestling ring, especially with the names New Japan and Noah around mm-hmm. it, it. It was it was a tough spot for them, but they had a, a fun match, and it was nice to see Bushi in the mist, and, and to, to Dasuke uh, pulls out a win, giving Congo the one nothing lead. Yep, yeah, Congo go uh, 1-0 up, um, heading into the second match, uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus Hajime Ohara. Um, this was... This was really good, but not what I was expecting at all. Hajime O'Hara has got this really cool style where he's lightning fast and really quick, but he's very technical about it. He's like a junior technician, um, which is something Ray. Obviously, juniors are known for their high flying and stuff like that, but he had a, he had a Romeo scouted throughout this match. Uh, I was surprised to see the amount of control he had throughout the match mm-hmm. on Hiromu. Yeah, this is our IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion we're talking about here, and it was... It was a lot of O'Hara in control, but again, I thought this was a fun, dynamic match. And then it's, you know, to your point, it's we've we're so used to seeing him and Despi or uh, Ishimori uh, or Wado go a fucking thousand miles an hour. Yeah, have somebody. It's like when you watch a Zack Saber Junior match; like somebody slows it down. They're technical. It's just something we are not used to seeing in the juniors. So it was nice. It was a it was a different different type of match, but a good match nonetheless. Yeah, I think that's, as well, the entire card, but especially these five LIJ versus Congo best of five series matches, each had their own style. No two matches felt similar at all, um, for better or for worse. But yeah, I think it was really a showcase for Hajime Hohara, which sounds silly because he's a veteran, but he's certainly not half the, the current level to the popularity of Hiromi Takahashi. But he got to get do all his stuff and he looked great. And Hiromu went straight for the time bomb too, as well, which kind of puts Hajime Ohara over in defeat that, you know, Hiromu recognized he was enough of a challenger that he needed to skip the time bomb and go straight for the second. Yeah, no, that's a great call. Yeah, fun match. Hiromu gets the victory. Uh, so we're all tied up at 1 1. And then I guess through the whole show, the, the, we're now. Uh... 3-3 three, three, if we're counting the earlier matches as no Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, no, I do got the long, young lions and shit as well. Um, yeah. I don't know who won overall. That's a good point. Um, uh, Soya and Sonata are next. Um, I, I I was... I became a New Japan fan, so uh, late in the game. So I like how they play up the history of Soya and Sonata here, going back to All Japan mm-hmm. and their history All there. Temps. Yep. I like I really do like that stuff that really adds, you know, why should I care about this match uh when you're watching outside of the LIJ versus Congo thing? And I like how they can weave those those storylines together and show that these guys have had a history. This was this was Sonata at his best for me. He is always so close, but he can never ever win. He's like the the ceiling of for New Japan, like We'll we'll let you beat Sonata, but anyone above the Sonata level, no, you don't get to you don't get to beat them. Um, it it was a good match. Uh, Sawyer was a very like his lariats were awesome. He is a very big beefy hitter. Um, but yeah, I think we should talk about Sonata a bit. He's he's teasing some stuff. Um, you know, in one of the Road to New Beginning shows, he took the loss in the main event to show to Umino in a six man tag. Um, and he said things like, you know, maybe I should change things up. Maybe I need to go back to square one. Um, he's not the most talkative in his backstage comments, but it's certainly ominous um, whether we're going to get a change of character, a change of style. Maybe he's going to leave LIJ. Maybe he's going to leave New Japan. Uh, maybe he's going to go somewhere else for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it seems like, you know, he um, 
he certainly seems keen like things aren't working out so we could get a new change some type of sonata this year can he go back to the fucking mohawk <laughs> you missed the mohawk yeah i thought he was better with the mohawk um i maybe we, we, we'll start a petition start he looks like a fucking albino with the fucking white hair and his white beard. <laughs> ah! um but no he he's certainly yeah he's not he's not had a run of good luck recently so you know and losing a match here on this stage um it would certainly add to the story could you see like a like uh like a change, like now that Muda is done, like maybe like the great Sonata makes his return and maybe there's some kind of... They, they, I, I really hope not. I think he might, you know, I think he, he's very, he's so popular in New Japan though. Yes, um, look, I lot, love the guy. A lot more than like English speaking fans realize, I think, that he is incredibly popular in Japan. So I don't know that he would go do a temporary stint in, you know, in all Japan because he's got history here and he would be he could be their top champion easily um, win the triple crown would be really cool. Or maybe he goes nowhere and changes for the top title. Um, but I don't know that he new Japan would want to give him up. And yeah, it's all, you know, I'm just fantasy booking and speculating here based on a few words that the man is teasing. As long as he doesn't reunite with evil. Oh, Jesus Christ. And in the house of torture. Ugh. I'd fucking, I would burn, I would burn my house to the ground in anger. I'd be so angry at watching a match. I would probably burn my house to the ground. I, I think I hope we can rule that one out. So do I. I really do. Um, the next match, uh, Shingo Takage and uh, Nakajima. This was my favorite match of the night. Yeah, me and you both. I'm hearing that a lot. Uh, it was brutal. They 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 hurt each other, man. Yeah, something about uh, two dudes just beating the dog shit out of each other is like it's it's enjoyable to watch, and it's like you know what is going to put the other down like what's the move that's gonna make this guy not want to get back up or knock him out like it was fucking good and nakajima was he was fiery man he was he came to play that's nakajima man if you if you haven't if this is your first exposure to nakajima this is what he's all about he's gonna fuck you up with those kicks he's got probably the best kicks in professional wrestling um and they're so good that i worry in this match i'm like is shingo selling or is he hurt you know because he gets cracked in the ribs early on by a kick and he sells brilliantly for the rest of the match. Yep. Um, and it's because Nakajima is the deadly bastard that he is. There's always that doubt in my mind in any Nakajima match of has he actually hurt his opponent? Because like Chris Charles said on commentary as well, he's legitimately KO'd like three or four people in the past 12 months. Um, just like, you know, whether he's done it on purpose, whether he's done it accidentally, whether he's done it accidentally on purpose, um, you know. Just by catching them in the face with a with a kick, um, he is no no kayfabe, no you know. Oh, I'm going to pretend and we're going to call for the bell. He has legitimately KO'd three or four people just in the past twelve months. Yeah, that's a dangerous dude. And this was a hell of a match, and and I think we were both on the same page with this when we talked last last time. Uh, you know, Shingo going into being the first challenger for Okada, mm -hmm. um, we both didn't think he was going to lose this match. Uh, but there were moments where you were like. He this this might be it for him, but he he prevails. He hits last of the dragon uh, to even everything out at two and two, going into our final match. The angriest man in professional wrestling, Keno versus the biggest troll in professional wrestling, Tetsuya Naito. Um, they went for the epic. They went for the story. Uh, you know, it was very different to Shingo versus Nakajima. It was different to every other match, and it was main event worthy. Um, you know, if someone said this was their match of the night. 
you I wouldn't complain. I loved yep. it. It was great. It just Nakajima and uh Shingo was more for me. But yeah, um they were kind of close to the time limit, almost twenty just shy of twenty seven minutes this match went. Yeah, they, they did the nice slow build and they told the story and and um I thought they did a great job. I thought it was a great I thought Chris and Kevin Kelly did an unbelievable job introducing us to the players of the Congo faction and, mm-hmm. and who they really were. And again, like I said before, I'm not the biggest Noah fan. I just kind of tried to jump in again, but, but something like this where they're old, where they're having matches with new Japan guys, it's easier for me to follow along. Cause at least I know a dance partner. So it's easy to separate yeah. uh, the other players and co- can, uh, looked good in this match. Um, I liked how he came out with his crew uh, the rest of the Congo guys and Naito didn't bring anybody out because he's fucking king shit of New Japan. That's the way that LIJ boys roll. They ain't yeah. gonna back you up. You're on your own, but we love you still. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a great back and forth match. Uh, the, the partial Destino was cool, uh, and then he followed it right up with a, another Destino uh, for the win. Um, and it was it was you know LIJ on top, and then post match stuff with with you know you think Kino's oh. gonna salute. Oh yeah, that was that was a very good long tease there. There's a bit of begrudging respect there, isn't there, from Keno? Yeah, and it goes back to your, you know, our our hopes with this Okada story. Like, I don't think this is over. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like there's probably more to this than that. Like, you know, they obviously know they've got something here with New Japan and Noah. Yeah, but Congo, I think, are like the big faction of Noah. I don't know that there's really another faction that you'd want to say go up against, you know, Bullet Club or United Empire or something like that. Um, so I don't know how many cards they have left for something like this, but there's certainly lots of matches you could still do. Do you know what I mean? There's no shortage there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you, you know, freshen up the landscape now that this seemingly seems like the pandemic is under control. Fucking, oh, we're getting cheering crowds back, man. We, we'll get onto it when we talk about the new beginning shows we're going to preview, but damn, they're back. Finally. Yeah, like I would hate to see Sonata leave, but if it was if he was loaned loaned, yeah. If it was like, okay, you've, you know, if he if he is, if he is Naito says Keno disrespected me. <laughs> You're the guy now. You go yeah, to all Japan. You go to all Japan, you dismantle Congo for me. Be the assassin, and he gets like a fucking mean streak, and he goes over there for a couple months, and then comes back, and he's like ornery at Naito for sending him over there by himself, and you know, it's it's gonna. I think we're gonna need to keep an eye on Sonata these these next few uh, weeks, maybe uh, months. Um, but yeah, the, the show is over. Naito gets the big win. We get the big Lij roll call in the Yokohama Arena. Um, he's all, he's walking up the ramp and, and that's the end of the show, right, Matt? Uh, you would think uh, on his way. I mean, he does walk up the ramp, but he definitely stops and he's, he, you know, it's one of those, what are you fucking looking at situations? <laughs> <laughs> Shooting some eyes at Keiji Muto. Uh, just, you know, looking in his direction. They weren't sure if he was looking at Milano AT or if he was looking at Muto, but uh, he gets about halfway up the ramp and Keiji Muto uh, crawls into the ring <laughs> dude it's look man i can't believe really, i've all the words you could have used cruel it's it's no he's no fucking great kabuki um because that was hard to watch too uh i'm i'm muda calls calls out naito he says he wants him to be his last match 
and Naito accepts. So this is like the big Muda's last match. But man, like if you watch Muda, the great Muda, if you watch his last match, uh, the six man action, like that wasn't like a gimmick afterwards. Like Darby pushing him in a wheelchair. My man needs a wheelchair. Like he's fucking beat up, dude. Well, uh, what what does the great Muta have to do with Keiji Muto? I mean, allegedly, there's some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot Alleged- confirm or deny. That was the perfect response to the the long allegedly. All right. Apparently, um, Great Muda hates the gay people because he's yelling at Nakamura, and Keiji Muto is a big supporter of the LGBTQ community. Uh, what I hear yeah, exactly I've heard the same um, but yeah Naito is challenged by Keiji Muto to be his last ever opponent um, Naito of course accepts because Naito is a huge fucking Keiji Muto mark a big fan um, I think Keiji Muto might be the reason Naito became a wrestler um, you know it's huge love and admiration from Naito here uh, and it's a match I didn't see anyone hazard a guess as to happening for Keiji Muto's last match Right. Um, I saw Okada getting flung around because, you know, it's Keiji Muto. You want the biggest star for his last match. You want to sell out the Tokyo Dome. Uh, arguably no one bigger than Kazuchika Okada, but Tetsuya Naito is infinitely better. Um, regardless of the stuff that's happened with Kiyomiya, the story with Naito, his history, his love for Muto, it's going to be, I, you know, it's not going to be a five-star classic, but I think they're going to pull off something really special. No, it'll be good. Like that last... It's weird how we never see see Mudo and Muta in the same room together. Like they've got even really similar names. It's just one letter. Yeah, you think they would text? It's twenty twenty three. You think they would just text each other and meet up for once? Mm. But if yeah, you so much you know, if you watch Muda's last match, the six man with Darby and the Stinger against uh, Marufuji and Akira and um, Hakushi. Yes, how did I, dude? Hakushi looks amazing. Yeah. Incredible, absolute star of that match. Holy shit, 58 years old. He's taking bumps from the, the apron through a table. He's bleeding. He's getting he's drinking his own blood. He went flying on that sting spot, man. Fucking incredible. Holy shit. It was a it was a lot of fun. Um, and I think that's the beauty. That's why I like when the New Japan uh or or the Noah or anyone they do these retirement tours, like we're not getting like here, it's like in the states it's like oh wwe goldberg's coming back and he's on a retirement tour and he like wins the fucking championship and then (laughs) it's stupid like here it's like it's he's retiring and we're gonna pay our respects yeah we're gonna we're gonna gonna play the hits we're gonna bring sing back we're gonna bring nakamura back we're gonna bring legends back we're gonna like you know put these new faces over and stuff like that it's a very different mindset yeah a lot of nostalgia we see the big moves they're not like the greatest matches in the world but they 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 strike a chord with the fan base because this is, you know, essentially the you know, and of course it's pro wrestling, so you never say never. But this is the last time we're going to see the great Muda in a ring, and then February twenty first is the last time we're going to see Keiji Muda. So they do a really nice job with the presentation and hitting all the nostalgia boxes, and they uh, just make you feel good about everything. Oh yeah, Keiji Muto's retirement tour is should be a guide in how to make money how to thrift off of the carnival that is professional wrestling. <laughs> the amount of times, you know, it's like Keiji Muto's last match here. Great Muto's last match here. Great Muto's last singles match. Keiji Muto's last tag match. You know, the last time Keiji Muto will wear this gear. Um, He's just grinding. He's thrifting. It's superb. Um, It made me fly into Japan on super short notice so that I could see 
the great Musa versus Nakamura. Yeah. Um, it quite, you know, he, 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 it works. Um, but yeah, should we, should we talk about the Keishi Muto's last ever show? His last, his last match in this crazy card in the Tokyo Dome? Cause there's like six promotions being represented on this card. Yeah. The, uh, Keiji Muto grand final pro wrestling last love holdout. Uh, can you, can you, can you get a better name than that, Matt? It's a, it's a mouthful, my friend. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on there. But uh, it kicks off with we'll we'll, we'll hit we'll hit the high spots. We are on New Japan uh, show after all, but we're we're dipping our toes in elsewhere. Um, but the first match is a Noah match. The second match you get Gado and Taiji Ishimori versus Nasawa Ronga and Mazada. Um, and this is also Nasawa's retirement match, um, allegedly. Uh, again, much like Kejimuto, I don't think we're putting too much stock in the fact that he might not pop up again. Uh, I don't know much about this Masada guy. Masada, I know nothing about. Masada, wrong guy, I know a bit about. But yeah, that's a, a New Japan versus Noah match. Um, match three, All Japan versus Noah. Kento Mihara, Suwama, and Yuma Ayogi versus Keno, Katsuhiko Nakashima, and Manabu Soya. Match four, you get Dragon Gate versus Noah. Shin Skywalker, Kai, and Diamante versus Marafuji, Wagner, and Ninja Mac. Um, match five uh, is a Noah match. Match six uh, is a TJPW match. Uh, I want to hit this one because love TJPW, love these guys. Uh, Mii Mashita, Yuki Sakasaki, Rika Tatsumi, and Shoko Nakajima versus Mizuki, Makito, Miyu Watanabe, and Yuki Arai. Um, I know you don't know much, if anything, about TJPW, Matt. Yep. Uh, but this is like your standard bearers, your four guys that have held this company on their shoulders for many, many years, since its inception, in fact. Right, I know the little... On- I know the little girl that says "fuck you" to everybody. Makita, of course, yeah, yeah seen her on AEW. Uh, but yeah, you've got the four guys, the Miyu Master team. They're the the guys that have held the top title. They're your your races, your top of the card. The other four guys are the future of the promotion. I feel like so I've seen Yuka Sakazaki wrestle somewhere. She's on AEW too. She's she's shown up on AEW a good few times. She's recently shown up on Dark, was it, to challenge Athena for the Ring of Honor title? Did she ever wrestle the Ring of Honor? Like. Maybe once upon a time. Just I'm not AEW, sure. Maybe just AEW, according to our Wikipedia. But yeah, you've got definitely, you've got the, the top dogs who have taken the company and lifted it versus the future of the company. Um, It's a very interesting match. If you're going to tune into this show for the New Japan guys or the Noah guys, give this your attention. Um, And yeah, shout out me, Watanabe, because she's my favorite female wrestler. She's a fucking stone cold killer. I love that woman. Um, But we can talk about something you do know about now, man. Yeah, hey, I uh, thought you liked the girl with the tail. Mayu Iwatani, yeah, from Stardom. She's my favorite Stardom wrestler, Mayu. But favorite well, I need female a, wrestler. I need Miyu a flowchart to, to figure that out, <laughs> buddy. I'll probably follow TJPW a bit more than I do Stardom's female. Does the right? Watanabe girl, does she have a tail or what's her, does she have ears or something? What's her she gimmick? She has nothing. Um, She is a former idol or maybe still an idol. I'm not sure. Uh, Her gimmick is that she she does the Cesaro swing. Um, Okay. She's done it to two people at once. She's two like had one one person on top of the other and swung both of them together. Uh, she's very young. Her. She's only 23. She's super young. She's incredibly talented. Uh, she's deceivingly strong. She's their current international princess champion. They've only got two single titles. So it'd be like the intercontinental title from uh, from New Japan once upon a time. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she, she's my favorite. She's just so incredibly talented. Um, she looks she, way too happy in these pictures. Uh, yeah, she she comes out and her rest her theme song spells out L O V E over and over again. Um, she's a delight. 
Uh, He's a delight. If, if you watch this show, I need you to... You can skip through all the other promotions, but watch this one and report back to us, Matt. I'm going to watch them. I'm going to watch this show. I'm going to watch it all. There's a lot of things on here I want to check out. We should so. say that as well, actually. Talking about you re- reporting back to us on Joshi and uh, other promotions, Matt. Uh, Trentus86 on YouTube, um, who I'm is uh, Trent, my friend Trent, uh, at One Up Culture on Twitter. He said, we're going to need a full episode of Matt reacting to Choco Pro. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I sent the video to Tony from the Wizards because Tony's watched it before. And I was like, yo, Kieran's in the latest episode of Choco Pro. And he was like, no fuck away. <laughs> you got you to gotta check that shit out. Um, it is incredible. Uh, but yeah, New Japan, that's why we're here. Next match, thankfully, features Hiromu Takahashi versus Amakusa, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion versus the GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion. It's an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. Is this the guy you're interviewing? Yep, I've sent some questions over. I'm hopefully going to get his thoughts on Hiromu. Um, he doesn't yeah, look like a very happy man. Champion ch- champion versus champion um, is always interesting, uh, even more so when it's, you know, two different promotions. Can can they go for the time limit draw here? No, somebody's got to win. Right. Um, oh, this guy was trained by Dick to go. Get him out of here. <laughs> He's got ties to the fucking House of Torture. I'm out. Um, uh, maybe I don't. I hope not. Um, but I think this 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 should be a banger. Um, you know, Hiromu Tokyo Dome singles match. Both of them representing their companies. They're the, the juniors type champions at the moment. Uh, so hopefully this will be an exciting one. I like it. I'm in. I'm very interested in this guy. Is this the guy? No, this is not this. Wait, is it? Yeah, Amakusa. You like that name, do you, Matt? <laughs> he's had many. Apparently, he lost. Oh, he's had like 50 names. In it's 2019, very... he lost a match where a loser must change his name. Oh, dude. He... And then he's like changed his name again since. He's had a lot of names. It's very confusing. Um, yeah, there are a lot of names here. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't, don't worry yourself. Um, match number eight is a DDT yes. eight-man tag. Match number nine is a 10-man Noah tag. And then we get to what we want to... Well, we've spoken about already. But Kazuchika Okada versus Kaito Kiyomiya. IWGP heavyweight champion. GHC heavyweight champion. Tokyo Dome. Semi-main event. What's going to fucking happen? Uh, you know what? If it's if, if you ask me, uh, uh, you know, I'm excited. But if you ask Okada, he's not fucking showing up. So I don't know why we're talking about this. It is, it's great for Okada, right? Like He's very ornery about this whole situation. I, they like the office made the match without telling me. Why am I going to show up to Noah? I don't even work for Noah. It's not even a new a New Japan ring. Fucking Kaito Kiyomiya thinks he can kick me in the face and I'll wrestle him. Fuck that. Right. Guy. Next, he's going to be like, "Why don't you just put me in a fucking Green Hornets mask and let me pal around with Samoa Joe and Impact, and no one will know who I am." <laughs> um, but I, I this match, like we 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 literally just discussed, it's got all the potential in the world. There's so much going into it now. Like, there's going to be so much anticipation. Um, you know, this one's more difficult to call. This one could go to the draw. Um, cause I don't see any way Okada's losing, but I don't want Kiyomiya to lose either. If anything, I would want to see Kiyomiya get the win. I, I was just gonna say, like, it's 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 uh it's almost like it just I don't I don't think a loss here hurts Okada. 
don't know. It's difficult. Because right? you're, cause you're the a dream maker. You're Kazuchika Okada. You're a fucking legend, right? It's difficult because, yeah, he is the champion. So to lose to an outsider, that's like the ultimate form of embarrassment for him. It's uh, they, They're probably going to go for the draw and you can't fault them for it. And it will still probably be a good match. But if they've got the balls to give Kiyomiya the win, it would make it would certainly be a lot more interesting. It would be, uh, yeah, man, it would be really something. But uh, man, the, the, I think a Kiyomiya win would do so much for Kiyomiya and pro wrestling Noah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I would like to think is Okada takes the loss and he goes for Kiyomiya's title as revenge, but Okada's got this whole thing of he only ever holds a top title in New Japan. Um, and, you know, I think that would kind of ruin the mystique around Okada that he, you know, he's only ever held IWGP heavyweight and now the IWGP world heavyweight. Um, for him to hold the GHC heavyweight would kind of, it'd look weird, um, I suppose, on his uh, his accolades. But also, I think it'd be, it could be really cool. Um, but yeah, it's all eyes are going to be on that match. It's almost like I know it's not it's New Japan adjacent, but it's like when he comes back from excursion and he goes after Tanahashi because there's like a ten year gap between mm-hmm. Okada and Tanahashi, right? Yeah, and Kiyomiya is very much like I said, like another Okada. Like they're both very like you know young, look great. They've even like you know got the beach blonde hair, uh, both studs, just incredible athletes. Um, it is really like another Okada, but Noah have gotten lucky this time, and he's another boy. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways. Even if Okada beats him, if if Kiyomiya can hang with Okada, that'll be that'll be a feather in the cap. You know, obviously it won't be good enough for Kiyomiya if he doesn't beat Okada, but I think if he goes in there and he hangs with one of the best in the world and represents pro wrestling, Noah, I think, and it, and it, and obviously we're going to tune in for this and maybe you get a couple more people who saw the clip and they're interested and maybe it draws people to pro wrestling, Noah, then everybody wins. And uh, like we speculated, the chapter is probably not done uh, on February 21st. So it'll be interesting to see, to see where they go with this. Yeah. I think between new Japan and Noah, the interest, especially Noah, the interest from English speaking fans hasn't been this high. For Noah, in perhaps ever, admittedly, because back when they were in their heyday, obviously there wasn't Wrestle Universe. It was difficult to watch Noah tape trading, Daily Motion, maybe um, mid two thousands, late two thousands. Uh, but now, you know, with Nakamura coming back, lots of eyes on Noah. Then you get this Kiyomiya Okada stuff, lots of eyes on Noah. Naito versus Muto, lots of eyes on Noah. Um, I think what's going to be interesting is what what Noah do after Muto because he has done a lot for them these past right. few years in being their champion. He must have sold a lot of tickets and sold out a lot of venues. Um, and maybe he sells out the Tokyo Dome. Maybe, you know, this final match, Keiji Muto versus Tetsuya Naito, main event at Tokyo Dome. Um, Naito gets his Tokyo Dome main event after all. Um, perhaps better than he ever could have hoped in facing Keiji Muto, his icon and his hero rather than challenging for a title. Yeah. I think Noah was successful in the early 2000s. Oh no, they were they were second. They were <laughs> arguably the, the number one promotion in Japan. Um, I just mean between eyes coming from Western fans and English speaking fans. I don't know that Noah had perhaps ever been more popular. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think they held those fans from the mid 
No, exactly. Exactly. They're, 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 they're 2010s, late 2010s, mid-2010s wasn't the greatest. Um, right, well, it's just like uh, the early 2000s uh, New Japan. Oh, exactly. Yeah, no one really talks about 2000 to 2010 New Japan much because Noah was king. You had fucking, you know, Noah's form, Misawa, Takayama, Kenta, Marafuji, um, you know, Vader was there for a little bit. He was the inaugural tag champion. Um, yeah, yeah, Goshizaki is a, di- a different beast. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, then, oh, and no, in New Japan, Anoki uh, was all about MMA. So, like, oh, yeah, Nada and Nakamura were getting the fucking asses kicked three days before Wrestle Kingdom. And then they'd show up all fucking beat up. And you're like, that's my world champion. New Japan was struggling. Noah was fucking thriving. Yeah, um, man. New Japan, Japan was the top dog for a while. And all, all Japan, Japan just, too. I mean, all Japan, with. From the, the All Japan Exodus that formed Noah, All Japan never really recovered, I suppose. Um, you know, their, their heyday was the this sixties to the to the noughties. All yeah, Japan. Well, I mean, Muda. It's funny because we talk about Muda and Noah, like because after the Exodus, like he left New Japan and he went to All Japan. Like, an yeah, unlikely Muto has been everywhere. He's wrestled like every promotion in Japan. He's lifted them all up. Um, probably, like you know. Behind Inoki, and certainly in terms of living wrestlers, Muto is probably the most popular wrestler in Japan, bar none. I'd say it's a very distant number two to whoever that may be. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a lot of pro wrestling Noah talk for a New Japan uh, a New Japan show. But I think it's I think the beauty of it is like it's like uh, what the uh, all, the rising tides uh, lifts all ships lifts all ships. Like if we're at the point now where it's not, you know, I'm a little older than you. So tape trading was a thing like, and we're, you know, you hear about uh, Masawa and, Ko- and, and Kobayashi or Kawada. And then you have to, you get a tape that's been dubbed eight times and the quality is <laughs> good enough, right? It's just good, but it's something you need to see. And now like with new Japan becoming so popular over here in the States and Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton and Steve Carino back in the day, like the English commentary is there and Noah has the English commentary. Now it's like, it's easier to, to get quality uh, and find the stuff. And like for seven bucks a month of, you know, it's more than you're paying for fucking coffee all month. Like ch- check it out, man. Tune in for this February 21st show and, and you might see something you like. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm excited about. I don't know much about Dragon Gate, but I'm excited to see these guys um, and learn something new and find some new wrestlers I like. Because you know, if I had all the time in the world, I'd be watching TJPW all the time. I'd be watching Stardom all the time. I'd be watching uh, Dragon Gate all the time. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I had to. I, I I fell in love with New Japan, and that's where my allegiances lay for the most part. Um, but I mean, speaking about a rising, a ship rising through the tide, and it soars through the sky what the fuck is the saying uh rising rising tide raises all ships you want to talk about a rising tide matt how about this all-star junior festival it is it is deep brothers there's a shitload of promotions involved in this it's wild Uh, isn't it it's like it's produced by hiromi takahashi so he's going to be running the show um it's on march 1st it's in korokuen hall it's sold out instantly uh no, no surprise there um, it's got 22 promotions. One of them from outside of Japan, CMLL. Right. Uh, and then 21 promotions, of which I would have to guess that most people, including myself, have not heard of about 15 of them. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the list now, like, 
Just Tap Out, I've never heard of. Just Tap Out is Takamichi Noku's promotion, where, you know, you get Desperado versus Jin Kasai and all that good stuff. Yeah, see, I, you know, I've only seen, I didn't watch the event. I've seen that one match. Yeah, that that was just Tap Out affiliated. That's Despi, Ta- yeah. Despi Taka Taichi Mania. What is a Pancrase mission? Well, I mean, Pancrase was obviously once upon a time the the, the original MMA. That's yes, that was like the... So yeah. I, I don't know if it's somewhat affiliated or what. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, Pancrase was like the original MMA, the the origin of like UFC and everything we know today of MMA. That was Pancrase. That all started yeah. in Japan with like guys like Minoru Suzuki. Look up some Ken Shamrock Pancrase. Yeah, Ken Shamrock. I was just about to say, he was Ken Shamrock the first king of Pancrase? He might have been. Yes, I believe he was. It was um, either him or Boss Rutten. Yeah, but like all, all these killers that, you know, are legends in MMA, they, this, that's where they all started and where MMA really began. Um, but to run through all the promotions <laughs> and, you know, count off how many you know along with me, you got 2AW666 Pro Wrestling, All Japan, Big Japan, CMLL, DDT, Tradition, Dragon Gate, Gunbare, Gleet, Just Tap Out, Kyushu, Michinoku, New Japan, Osaka, Pancrase Mission, Basara Freedoms, Noah Secret Pay, Zero One, and Ryuku Dragon Pro Wrestling. It's going to be interesting because what, what did we just say? What was you just saying about Russell Universe? Tune in, you might find something you like. We're going to see about 20 wrestlers we've probably never heard of. We're going to find something we like, right? That's it. You just got to find one, man. Like you find, like, you know, you're tape trading and you see Hayabusa. That's it, man. Now you got to find more Hayabusa before you know you're fucking balls deep in FMW. You don't know what Onida's doing. Why is this fucking guy got a sickle? <laughs> this guy's got a sickle. He's in fucking camouflage pants. The ring's on fire. What's going on here? That's actually like, you know, they've, they've really, that must have been such an experience, dude. Like, you know, what, what's the equivalent now that you click onto a match on YouTube and you see the stuff down your side and you're like, oh, what's that? Whereas for you, you were literally sticking something into your VCR player and having no idea what the fuck is going to appear. Just That's hoping it, for the best. And next thing you know, Onita's running around burnt to a crisp. Yeah, you're going to, to you got, I remember going to like ECW, like house shows and RF videos there selling the videos. And you're just buying, I'm just buying videos based off of the shitty cover. Like, I don't know, best best of Barbed Wire Volume 1. Uh, <laughs> this guy looks cool. Like, I'm just going to take him home and watch him and see what I find. Uh, that must have been so good when it when, when, when it worked out, but so crushing when you had spent money uh, and it was just dog shit. Yes. Yes, when you order, you get a tape and you're like, oh, fucking alligator deathmatch, and then you play it, and it's a fucking fish tank in the middle of the ring with a baby alligator in it. And you're like... <laughs> What the fuck is this shit? I can't believe I paid fucking twenty five dollars for this. That's what I was going to. I was just about to ask, how much were you paying for a tape like at an ECW house show? Like, what what was the average going price? I think it was. I think it was one tape was one for one for twenty, and then you can get two for thirty five, three for forty. Wow, man, Jesus, it it was not a cheap hobby. No, it wasn't. But when you were like, oh, I was seventeen and I had a job and I had like no fucking responsibilities. Uh-huh. Dream, dream. That first job, absolute dreamland. Oh my god, I I still have all my wrestling tapes at my parents' house. I have like over three hundred wrestling tapes. Jesus, man. Oh, That's dude, I was in, like, I I was in when I had a job, and it was like, 
you know, you order the pay-per-view, but you tape it on a V on your VHS. Oh, yeah. You I, I used to do that once. Yeah, so like there's oh, all I, those tapes. I say I used to do that. Obviously, young Kieran does not know about the fantastic world of Japan. He is watching WWF slash WWE exclusively. Um, pay-per-views are on at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m. in the morning. I've got school the next day. I can't stay out for that. My mum, bless her heart, she would buy the pay-per-views on Skybox office over here. It'd be like £15, whatever. She would throw in, she'd, she'd set an alarm, she'd get up at 1am, she'd throw in the VCR, press record for us, she'd let it record uh, through the night and she'd go back to bed. Um, so then when me and my brother could wake up the next day, we'd come home from school, we'd be able to watch the latest WWE pay-per-view. Um, yeah, shout, shout out my mum. She, she was a big wrestling fan. She met the Miz. We went to a Miz signing oh, together. Nice. Um, she's been front row with me at house shows before, like WWE, uh, SmackDown and Raw. Um, she she was a huge wrestling fan. Um, she absolutely loved it. Yeah, that's what my father was a wrestling fan too. That's where it all it all comes from, right? They they start you somewhere. I mean, mine one side from my brother trying to do every fucking wrestling move he could to me because he's five years older than me and he's a lot bigger than me. Um, so you know, let let's see what the rules of Joker really feels like. <laughs> but yeah, man, the beauty it was it was it was like uh, our video because once you bought a videotape from him then like it was like that gimmick you mail him the check right but now you're on his mailing list so you would get right like a little pamphlet in the mail and it just had what the vhs's were and it'd tell you the matches and then like like i brought like a fmw one where there was like a they fought in a bath match and it was like warning nudity and i was like oh i want to see some new chicks i don't want to watch <laughs> oh shit um, and, it, and then it's the fucking after magazines the pro wrestling illustrated and the wrestler and all that stuff yeah, where you would learn about these guys and then you'd like you know you'd go to one of these shows and you'd be like oh i need to find a tape with this guy on it or i need mm-hmm. to find a tape with this guy on it and i'll never forget buying us like a sabu best of the independence and i'm like why is this fucking al snow guy all over this fucking tape <laughs> That must have been like such a cool thrill, though. Like, yeah, like you read in a magazine who are oh, Hayabusa, this guy sounds cool. Oh, and then like Keiji Muto over in Japan, he looks awesome. Or Masahiro Chono with his cool sunglasses. And then you fucking go to a show and you find someone that's selling a tape, man. That must be like, you know, hitting the jackpot. Like when I go to a comic con and I find a comic I'm after or something yeah. like that. You know, oh, like, it was, ah, there, it was that, and then that, and the and then the beginning of eBay. When you are like, now you're like, oh, wait, I can buy things on here. Kira and I will never forget. I spent like $350 on a VHS set of all the WWF Saturday main of Saturday night main events on VHS that like somebody had taped like 30 years ago, but there was no network. There was no DVDs. I'm like, so I mean, we, we don't appreciate it. You got the guys like me, you know, everyone that's my age, younger and all that stuff that, you know click of a button and we got the whole new japan fucking discography on new japan world the whole catalog and matt once upon a time is scrounging through vhs tapes at an ecw show hoping something catches his eye man what that's a different it, world man. that's where i first saw that hogan muda match where hogan actually works in tokyo oh is that the one with like the giant ramp run yep. clothesline yeah i know the one you're talking about um yeah so it's 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 uh it's funny I could just save myself a lot of money if I knew it was going to be like this. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time, yeah. 30 years later. <laughs> um, have you seen the, the New Japan Strong News, Matt? Um, I have we... seen the New Japan Strong News, which uh, I, I heard. We heard rumors, and I know Tanahashi had said something at the end of, of December, like 
uh, it's it's going in a different direction. And then the president of New Japan said they're going to brand it in a different way. And now uh, it, it coincides with me going to D.C. and Philadelphia now. Uh, New Japan Strong will now be New Japan uh, Live with an, a New Japan Strong On Demand. Yeah, I think that the easiest way is that rather than doing their TV tapings, which never seen the most enticing if we're going to be honest um you know like i was in vegas like certain big new japan fucking mark here was in vegas whilst they were doing the strong tapings and i didn't even go um so rather than doing that they're going to do these bigger shows these kind of pay-per-view-esque shows uh they're going to put more chips on the table with these shows get some bigger names and then they're just gonna you know if you want to buy that happy days buy it watch it live you know get the whole show otherwise a month later they're going to start releasing it match two matches or three matches at a time week by week so it's kind of episodic you get to see this pay-per-view happen week after week after week and then boom there's a new pay-per-view now you can watch that every week so you can be behind kind of by a month or two if you like or you can pay and watch it live so you know i don't think there can be any complaints it, it sounds like a solid system no absolutely especially if you uh are looking to stay up on the product, but you don't have three hours to sit down and watch a whole show. Like, yeah, you can, or you can, you're short on the money. Yeah, you could say, you know, every every Monday there's a new episode of New Japan Strong, and and then the next week it'll it'll lead. It'll, it's almost like ECW back in the day where they would they would take uh, the shows at the arena and then they would turn them into like four weeks worth of TV. By yeah. the time. You got it, to the, you know, it was just episodic TV and it was easy to follow the product. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a great system because, yeah, you get lots of, you know, again, me and you host a fucking New Japan show and we have very seldom talked about New Japan strong. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I've not... heard it's quite, but it, I've, I've heard it gets quite a good audience in Japan that the Japanese audience are, are, are very into it, um, but not so much uh, from the, the foreign fans. Uh, but yeah, like the cards weren't always the greatest. And, you know, straight off the bat, we're getting, we'll, we'll talk about Battle in the Valley on our next episode of Brick Club, but West Coast Wrecking Crew are challenging for the tag titles. That's an awesome match. I'm, I'm yeah. excited for them. Marissa Isaacs and Jerome Nelson are awesome. They might have been just, you know, part of the furniture on a strong taping, but now they're part of Battle in the Valley. They're part of a bigger show. It's a big tag match against Mario City Machine Guns, and that's one that's going to make me want to tune in to watch when they release it weekly if I don't yeah. buy Battle in the Valley. No, yeah, the the card the card is jam packed, and and they've New Japan is they've been smart because they, their fingerprints are all over uh, the wrestling out here. If you're watching Impact Wrestling, the team of Kushida and Kevin Knight are wrestling every week. Yep. Um, obviously, Eddie Kingston is involved, and he's heavily involved in AW. We saw Kushida on Dynamite awesome uh, two weeks ago when he came out with Kevin Knight and DKC. Mm-hmm. So they're they're the a lot of people are are of the mindset that at some point uh, a project, a project, a program like New Japan Strong is going to end up on Ring of Honor's Honor Club. Yeah, I think they've got. I think the the the, the consistent content is obviously important. Yes, you know. Which Strong provided. Strong was obviously a result of the pandemic. Had the pandemic not hit, we probably would have never got it. We might have got something similar. Um, but, you know, they had lots of guys trapped in America. Let's make the most of this. Let's put on some shows. Let's get some content out of there. Um, because, yeah, you get gaps in the New Japan schedule. You know, after Wrestle Kingdom, we had a long gap until Wrestle Kingdom 17 in Yokohama. We had like two weeks. 
and now we had a couple of road two shows and now we've got another week this current week with nothing until we hit the new beginning in Sapari this weekend there's big gaps in the new japan schedules after they do tours and then there's a gap but now with this every whatever monday friday whatever it may be you're going to have matches and they're going to be matches of merit to tune in for yep. they're going to be tag matches they're going to be big matches look at this battle in the valley card like you know we'll go into detail we've got eddie kingston versus jay white you've got tom lawler versus homicide you've got the tag titles online sasha banks uh mercedes Monet versus Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> IWGP heavyweight title is going to be on the line. Like, you know, th there's going to be a worthwhile match to tune into from this new version of Strong every single week. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And the, pre the it's just over here in the States, man, there's so much fucking wrestling. It's, mm -hmm. it's. You got to cherry pick what you want. Oh, uh, you 100% you have to because, uh, and look, the product is great. During the, the pandemic, we got the, you know, you get introduced to Kevin Knight and the DKC, and Fred Rosser is, is, the champion there and tom waller had his run as the champion and oh there, there's there's so much merit to oh. it like we've we've been introduced to so many great talents that dude tito yeah made his debut in new japan strong yeah exactly like we wouldn't have fred rosser we wouldn't have had that tom lawler g1 run yeah uh, we wouldn't have had bad D tito and uh royce isaac showing up in during the g1 tour to support you know jonah and tom lawler um we wouldn't have motor city machine guns back in new japan um and god knows they're one of the best tag teams to ever do it uh yeah. So, no, it, it hasn't been the most exciting thing to tune into every week, New Japan Strong, but it's given us some real hidden gems, and it's it certainly helps make that roster a lot more solid, especially for the U.S. expansion. Yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be exciting. I'm excited for these shows in April, and, and this Battle in the Valley looks like it's going to... Oh, come on. Battle in the Valley is stacked. We should yeah. say it's the Battle in the Valley. Like we, we say about Okada, so he's got... Shingo on February 11th, which mm. we'll get into, title defense. If he wins that, he's got a title defense at Battle in the Valley in San Jose on February 18th. Mm -hmm. And then he's got Kaito Kiyomiya on February 21st, I think. Yeah. That's three big matches in a space of 10 days in two different continents. Um, he's putting in the work. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, I mean, you know, you got to, you're the champion, I guess. Yeah. Jay White. He didn't show up at the Rumble. I oh, know. Thank fucking God. I was, I, I was hoping Keiji Muto would. After I was, the discussion and stuff. I was like, he, he, uh, get him in there. It wasn't that the Rumble wasn't great. I don't know if you watched it. But... Oh, no, definitely not. It, 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 it amazes me when my Twitter feed is full of people that don't watch WWE all year and shit on it. And then it's Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And then they're like live tweeting it and everything. It's like, go away, guys. It was uh... I watched, you know, I don't watch a lot of WWE, but I had a friend who had a, a little party. Oh, that's yeah. all. If if I would 100% watch the Rumble if it was like something like that. Yeah, and I was a little late because I had to work. He does a cool gimmick. Uh, everyone puts $10 in a hat, mm -hmm. right? And then everybody draws numbers. So it's whatever. If there's six people, everyone gets five numbers. Yeah. And then he writes everything down. And then your guy, you know, you your guy is your number. But when your guy eliminates somebody, the person he eliminated, that guy's got to give you a dollar. <laughs> That's an awesome idea. Wow. That must be very quite hard to keep track of during I'm, it. I'm glad I didn't have to keep track. I yeah. was just a spectator. I'm, I'm going to assume you didn't win. I didn't play. I was late oh, for the men's, play. and I was like, I ain't putting money into this fucking women's Royal Rumble bullshit. <laughs> um, Although... Oscar did come out as Kana, so that was, oh, that was awesome. Cool. I, I saw I saw her entry. I've seen a few things from it. I, I, um, I see like the Ricochet Logan Paul 
no brain cells between them spot. It was the most stupid but most awesome thing. It was fucking spectacular. Yeah, it was uh it was something. Um I'll, I'll leave it at that. It's no new beginning, it's, it's, I'll tell you that. It's no new Japan Rambo, I'll give you that. Also very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you say new beginning. We've we've got two big shows coming up this weekend. The the cards are picking up the pace. We got tank we got titles on the line, we got big single matches. It's uh, it's heating up. Yeah, man. And we didn't talk I don't know if um it's worth talking about, but they did do the new beginnings in Nagoya uh, last Monday. Do you want to talk about Shingo versus I mean, he Khan? Beat the Khan? They were wearing geese. It was funny. It wasn't. It wasn't a comedy match, Matt. <laughs> no, but it's just funny that they were in geese. I was like, "All right, guys, come on." It was. Yeah, I think I stuck on. I stuck the match on when it was part way into it, like five minutes, and I did not give it much attention. It did not seem very exciting. Um, so no, I, I I think we can skip over that show. Fair enough, but we can't can't speak can't easy for me to say can't skip over is we have the new and that's bread club for this week. We have the new beginning <laughs> in Sapporo. Did I say that right? Sapporo, yeah, Sapporo, uh, February fourth and fifth, um, and it's leading up to obviously the big show on the eleventh. But there's a couple interesting matches that i want to talk to you about obviously the iwgp junior heavyweight tag team championships are online as catch 2-2 defense against doki choki and kanamura yeah it's a difficult one yeah Um, and then on that same show is a match i'm super hyped for uh osprey and tai chi yeah i think you know it's the united emperor versus just four guys probably the culmination of this little feud at post wrestle kingdom um Catch two to Kanemaru Doki is a difficult one. Um, Kanemaru has been honing in on TJP's leg. They've been talking about it quite a bit in the post-match comments, the two of them. Uh, TJP saying he knows you're going for my leg and Kanemaru being like, yeah, bitch, I'm going for your leg. What are you going to do about it? Um, but I, we, I think I can f- speak for you, Matt, when I say we both want Catch 2 to retain. Absolutely. Um, because we want that dream run we want them to to get those big defenses and maybe you know the young bucks show up at some point uh but i wouldn't you know i'm such a big doki fan i i would love to see him hold gold but i don't know that i want it to be at the expense of uh tjp and francesco akira it's kind of like uh so yesterday here in the states we watched there was the uh football conference championships and i didn't have a dog in the fight but i wanted a good game this match, as much as I'd like to see Doki walk out champion, I I'm not rooting for it, but it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, I just want a good match, and I think we'll get a good match. Yeah, it's not going to upset me either way. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be solid. I've just like like we've said, United Empire have set have made this division better than it's been for years. Um, but then you get into the match you said you're very excited about Will Ospreay versus Taichi. Yeah, man, I, it, it's so we are. We are on the heels of this huge Wrestle Kingdom 17 match of the year candidate. Will Ospreay just pouring his heart and soul into this match with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega showing back up in New Japan, being an absolute fucking killer, taking the title that Will Ospreay uh, proudly defended uh, when there was no cheering and no fans, and he put his blood, sweat, and tears into the pandemic years. Now, he's got to get up off the ground and on paper, people are like, Oh, it's Tai Chi. Tai Chi is no joke. He's got wins over Naito in the G one. He is a former tag team champion. 
He's a never open weight champ, former never open weight champion. Dude you can know? go. Not only that as well, he's now a faction leader for all intents and purposes, right? He's got his own group. He's got just four guys. Um, so there's something new, and it's not gonna be. I don't know that Will Spray wins because why should he in the nicest way? Like, wow, you know, there, there's no reason for he, that he should best Taichi. Um, Taichi could do it at momentum. We got a new Japan Cup coming up, uh, but also Will Ospreay is coming back off a big loss, so he needs that big win to to get back on the horse as well. Um, it's it's an wow. open match to me. Kieran shows his true colors. He gets his ticket to Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> he starts another podcast. This is it. He's bl- he's burning every single bridge. That's no, not at all. I <laughs> obviously love Will Ospreay, but. I don't know that he walks away with a win. I'm, I'm not. I'm not wholly confident. Are we thinking he goes into a complete tailspin here, where he just can't? I don't know. Because I mean, what's coming up after this? It's the New Japan Cup, which he won last year. Yes. No, Zach won it last year. Zach won it last year. Yes. Osprey won the year before, and then he won the title against Ibushi. Uh, so you know, he's got to be a contender. But he, I think Osprey's time this year is going to be the G1. Maybe he gets the big G1 win. Um, it's one of really the only thing not on his resume right now. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he obviously made the final, but yeah, I don't know what story they're going to be trying to tell of Osprey. Um, we're early into the year, but one thing we do know, the match is going to be awesome. I agree, and then I'm very excited for Shota uh, Umino against Naito. I feel like Naito's got a win, right? He's going into the Tokyo Dome main event against Muto. He can't be taking a loss against Shota. <sighs> don't know again it's difficult because how who the shota needs a big win right he came back he definitely need. yes he definitely needs a big one he came back he lost to osprey granted he gets this win in the tokyo dome but it's kind of a six-man tag and it's nothing over bushi um he did pin sonata in a six-man tag in korokuen hall sent the crowd home happy uh but you know a, it's Tetsuya Naito, and B, it's Tetsuya Naito going into the main event at Tokyo Dome. It's we're just we're in that we're in that you know this these new beginning shows are going to set the pace for the year, and I think the best story they tell is that Naito is the it's always that he's the ultimate underdog, and he can't he can't win the G one, and then he does, and then can he win two titles at Wrestle Kingdom, and he does. It's and he's not long for this world. He's getting old. He is the fucking one of the Muto and Naito's knees between the four of their knees. There's probably like one good knee. Um, if you put it all together, uh, but I I think this is a big match for Shota. It's his first singles main event. Uh-huh. Uh, can he put out? Can he put on a good show? Um, I think he's pretty good in the ring. I don't know how good in the ring he can be. Um, because yeah, like the positioning in that Muto match and uh, Wrestle Kingdom and picking up the win. They've got big plans for him. And, yep. you know, I think this is going to be quite telling of his immediate future, how based on his performance here. I'm going Naito. I think it's no, it's, it's, it's not a blemish on your record if you lose to Naito, who is. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm going Naito. Um, yeah. And then Night Two is uh, Night Two Naito. Oh, uh, as that has that for a segue. Ah, stealing gimmicks from the Shining Wizards. Uh, <laughs> about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> we have the uh, 
Bishimon, uh, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi defending against the Mighty Don't Kneel, the uh, IWGP Tag Team Champions. The Mighty Don't Kneel, man. They're fucking spectacular. This new thing with Zack Sabre Jr. as the front man, uh, having uh, Fujita be their young lion, part of TMDK, um, during the couple of Row 2 matches in Korokuen Hall, uh, Zack is training... Uh, wait, it is Fujita, isn't it? Yeah, Fujita. Uh, he's training Fujita during the middle of the match. So, like, uh, you know, he'll, he'll have a... Um, a leg lock on or an ankle lock of something, Zach, and he'll tag out to Vegeta. Vegeta will come in and hold it and do it on again, and Zach's like, no, 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 not like that. And Zach will tag in, show him how to do it, and Vegeta will go back in, and then he'll do it, and then TMDK will all be in the apron going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're so supportive of him. They're, they're, they're a little mischievous bunch. But in terms of the match itself, I would love to see TMDK get a win. Because, <coughs> you know, they're revitalized. They're better than ever with Zach Sabre Jr., um, they were probably the MVPs of World Tag League. Uh, but I don't think Bishamon deserved to lose at the first hurdle. So it, it's kind of, I'm going to be upset either way, I suppose. Whereas Catch 2-2 was, I don't mind either way. I'm going to be upset no matter who wins here. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I, I do really enjoy the Mighty Don't Kneel. And I also know that somewhere in the Tag Team Hemisphere uh, is Aussie Open. Of course, waiting to to see who walks out of here the champion, and you know the the prospects of if uh, if Goto and Hashi win, and then Aussie Open defeats them uh, for the tag titles, then maybe we see Aussie Open against the Mighty Don't Neo, which I think would be really fucking cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be it'll I think it'll be a lot of fun, um, but I think I think uh, I think with all the noise that people made about. Uh, uh, Bishimon getting stiffed, it, stiffed with the PWI tag team uh, gimmick. Uh, I think uh, I think they'll walk out of this as the reigning defending champions. I th- I think they retain too. Um, but I, w- I would love. I hope we get a TMDK run sooner rather than later as the tag champs. Um, but the TMDK love continues because the next match, the first defense of Zack Saber Junior's NJPW World TV Championship. Um, accepting the challenge from Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, semi-main event, first title match for first title defense for Zack Saber Jr. Now, uh, I love I love me some big Tom Ishii. Mm-hmm. Oh right. no, yeah, he should not be winning. He's not winning this. No, he. <laughs> I thought the idea of this New Japan World Television title was that it was going to feature like the younger talent and with the, like the fifteen minute time limit and wrestling. I I just feel like. None of those things. No, (laughs) no. And it doesn't, you know, like I feel, I still like, I don't know if I've fully gotten over like, well, let's have a tournament and there's a time limit draw. We're going to do a fucking coin toss. I mean, we never had to get the coin toss. I know, but that's just such a stupid thing. Like, (laughs) does, does, does that apply now? Like if there's a, if there's a draw, yeah, if it's a draw, the champion retains. Like sixty minute time limit draws, Kenny Omega Okada time limit draws are an off a, a a normal thing, I suppose, in every promotion, and the, the champion retains. It's the, yeah, the defending is, uh... champion. You have to beat the champion. The champion doesn't have to beat you, I suppose. I'm excited. The to champion's see advantage. I'm excited to see Zach wrestle, but I'm just, it just feels weird with Big Tom there. 
get a good defense in for Zach. He's off to the races. Uh, let's get a good few defenses under his belt. Um, let's make this title mean something. Um, I think Zach is the perfect, perfect person to do that. Uh, and then the main event of the September 5th show, September, February 5th show. Yo! Uh, <laughs> a I don't stunned give, him I, there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Here's the thing, right? Are, what yo are we going to get? Are we going to get the yo that was teaming with Leo Rush where he was full of piss and vinegar? Or are we going to get fucking yo? I don't know what yo isn't the problem for me going into this one. It's more Hiromu. Like, really? I need something new from Hiromu. I need a bit, like, do you know, he, it's been a long time since he's held the title, but it doesn't feel like it's been that long because he's always, he is the face of the division, obviously. You have your champion, but Hiromu is often more important than the champion. Um, certainly the case whilst Ishimori was champion. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I don't think there's any doubt Hiromu retains, obviously. He's going into that match with Amakusa. He's putting on this All-Star Junior Festival. He's going to be champion for a, for a solid while. Um, and Yo is a worthy challenger. Um, these two can be capable of doing something great. And Hiromu loves to chop the fuck out of Yo. Because Yo goes beet red, blood red. Um, he's got a fucking... I don't know what's up with the dude's chest, man. He, he just takes chops like a champion but also like a pussy because his chest just goes haywire from I all think the because he has that nice pale skin yeah he, he, he's gonna take a beating um it being the main event kind of like i don't want him to go for and too much of an epic do you know what i mean because that's when i think things start to fizzle out for you if yeah. we get something quicker shorter 20 minutes maybe um i think we can get something good but i don't think that's going to be the case well, let's f- look. I hope I'm wrong. I hope fucking fiery show uh, yo shows up and we get a b- banger. It, it can be a banger, that's for sure. But yeah, we we have our doubts for good reason. Uh, and then we get about a week break, and then it is the big new beginning in Osaka. Uh, uh, something else as well on the the new beginning in Osaka. More important, even bigger than the new beginning in Osaka on Saturday, February 11th, Matt. I heard a rumor. <laughs> uh, my 30th birthday, February 11th. It's awesome because they always do a show on February 11th. It's a very normal date. I don't know if it's a if it's a holiday or something, but they always do the new beginning in Osaka on my birthday. Jay White won the heavyweight title on my birthday, Matt. Do you have any big birthday plans? I'm having a oh, I'm having a party because it's my 30th. Um, nice. So we're, make, we're making an occasion out of it. Um, so. This coming weekend, we're recording this on what Monday, the thirtieth of January. Yep. On Friday, so in a few days, I'm flying over to Ireland for the weekend to see my parents, and then the weekend after, um, yeah, having a party. So it'll be wake up, watch New, New Japan, New Beginning, great start to my birthday. Uh, afternoon, go to the football, and hopefully Charlton win my team, and then afterwards have a party. So where will this party be taking place? Uh, it's like twenty minutes away. Is it like at like um a pub? No, it's like a hall, I suppose that you can okay. hire. But like, it's got a bar and everything like that, and shit, sh- all that, all that good stuff. So, will you um, be? Will there be dancing? Will you be dancing? Will I be dancing? It, probably not. I don't get drunk enough to dance. I'm not a silly drinker. Um, but my uncle is a DJ, and he's kindly DJing. Um, so there will be music, and there okay. will be a dance floor for the dancers. I will get time to judge Kieran. 
what will be on the on Kieran's playlist? Do you know what? It's so funny because I got home from work. When, when we have Bread Club, my amazing fiance Hazel, I tell her, don't forget I've got Bread Club tonight. And she's like, I know. Because basically when I walk through the door from work, she's got dinner ready for me on the table so I can quickly eat before we record. Uh, I came through and she was like, oh, your aunt called me. What music? What Do you want to build yourself a playlist? And I'm like, no. No one wants to listen to my music at a party. Um, I think I'm just going to go for like 90s, 2000s, like indie, uh, you know, like the Killers, uh, Oasis, the Kooks, um, that kind of alternative stuff that, that, but it's still the hits, you know what okay. I mean? Um, it certainly will not be like, you know, I don't know. I don't know a thing about modern music, Matt. Who's I don't the either. I'm, Kieran, I'm 41 years old. I'm covered in fucking heavy metal tattoos from the 80s. You think See, I know? I would, I, would, I would gladly have a bit of Slipknot and stuff, but that's not going to go down well. Um, but yeah, uh, it's not going to be your Jason Derulo's or stuff like that. It's not going to be your club. I, I don't know what stuff. a Jason Derulo is. He says his name in the beginning of every song. That's the only reason I went for him. Um, I don't know. Kieran, I'm not, I know nothing. <laughs> I'm just as bad. Uh, but no, it will be, I don't know. I'll just leave my own cop to it. I trust him. Oh, okay. I don't just very interested. I make my own playlists. I don't get, when I throw a barbecue, I don't give a fuck. Oh, Mm, I, I got a piece a lot. But of I'm very good. Right. I, I'm very good. Like I won't look. I would love to throw Slipknot on one of my playlists too. But I also have to, I have to factor in the audience. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm doing with my selection. I just said there, like guys like the Killers, Oasis, and stuff like that. They don't get much, uh, much spin, much shuffle on the uh, the Spotify. Um, but I know I like them, and they'll be crowd pleasers. Kieran, my backyard barbecue playlist for my barbecue I had over the summer is let's 27 go. hours long. Oh, I thought we got it. Yeah. Okay. Let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure I got something for everybody. And I get I many compliments on my playlist. I should maybe start a playlist. Um, But new beginning in Osaka. AKA you should start an Oscar lube. Kieran's birthday. Did we say it right, Julian? We're sorry. If I, I will never say it right. If you heard my interview with Francesco Akira, butchered <laughs> his fucking name at the beginning of that. I am oh, I'm just now. I said it to Clark Connors when we talked to him. He will just be Oscar Lube forever. I don't think. Uh, I, th- I think there's many people in that same boat. But yeah, uh, Oscar Lube Toriano taking on Great Khan, Aaron Donato opening match. Uh, second match: Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Shota Umino, and Tomoaki Honma versus Bushi, Hiromu, Sonada, and Tetsuya Naito. Where's Tetsuya? Uh, I'm not bothered. What was uh, the point of them bringing in Teton if he's never around? He'll be back, I'm sure. But he's gonna be all over fucking Fantastic Mania, isn't he? Yeah, probably. You're probably yeah. You're probably spot on there, Matt. Um, but then you, the, you suck, Teton. How the match apples. The matches kick in. We get Master Watto versus Taiji Ishimori in a special singles match. Fall out. Big from win. A... Big win for Master Watto. This is such a change of pace. Go back to episode one of Bread Club, and I'm pretty sure that Matt is shitting on Master Watto. Probably, um, definitely. Tiger, what, can, I, I can, you know, I'm not a tiger. I can change my stripes if I need to. Oh, no, it's great. Like to see, you know, that he's won you over and he's won so many people over because he was the star of that junior match at Wrestle Kingdom. He's coming along. He's coming alive. He deserves to have that shot against Ishimori not, or uh, Hiromu, not a uh, fucking Thunderbolt yo. Thunderbolt yo. Oh, I'm breaking my mic. Uh, but yeah, um, so Master Wato obviously got the pin over Ishimori when Ishimori was champion, and that's kind of what led to the four-way extravaganza. Um, 
but yeah this is you know fill out the card let's make it a bit special it's in uh you know osaka it's in the edion arena um it's always one of the best crowds in the, well osaka's just best crowd in uh japanese wrestling period um but yeah wato versus ishimori um then tanahashi versus kenta uh oh, you know, rematch. a rematch from wrestle kingdom 16 where kenta died for our sins when he fell from the tallest ladder in fucking wrestling history um Oh, if, he God. Could, if he could not do that again, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but this is a, a rematch. They've had a little... don't really know. They've not had much of a feud, but, you know, Fallout from Wrestle Kingdom and stuff, I suppose. Um, but yeah, and, and another singles match with... You know, I'm not excited for in, for these singles matches, you know, because there's not much on the line. It's not like they've got a bigger story going in, but it's did nice you, uh, to have single matches with importance rather than just random six-man tags. Did you not cover the uh, Despi Suzuki Renarita match? That's match number five on the card. I'm looking at. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's after Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kenta. Were you still talking about Hiroshi Tanahashi? <laughs> I had just finished, but you're clearly so excited about this match. Take the no, I out. thought you were going to skip ahead because you said <laughs> no, you no. Go for it. Go for it. No, I thought you said you weren't excited because there was it's no a... story. I thought we were talking Jay White Hikuleo. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, no, I, I was still talking about Tanahashi Kenta. Oh, uh, okay. Because I don't want you know. Once you say ta- Tanahashi, it just I just go black. Just, yeah, just then, just pure rage. What is he, my abs, Miller? Let me play the guitar. You think you can get him at your thirtieth birthday party to play some air guitar to the Killers for you? Uh, no, maybe. <laughs> you <laughs> think he knows how to play some air, air bass like that? <laughs> Matt rocking out the airbase. If you're not stupid watching the ass. video, if you're listening to the audio instead, but no, yeah, you get this uh, this <laughs> bizarre teaming of Ren Narita teaming up El Desperado and Minoru Suzuki to take on Show Yujiro and Evil, and it's not for the titles, despite uh, their requests, their challenges um, from this uh, mismatch team. I'm excited for this, man. This is a weird pairing. You know, everybody loves Murder Grandpa. Everybody should love Desperado. And, uh, you know, Ren Narita holds a special place in all our hearts. We watched him be a young lion, and we we missed him when he was away on excursion. But now he's back. Great showing in the TV title tournament. Like, Oh, yeah. There's a, a great match, place for him. Match with Zach at Wrestle Kingdom was awesome. Um, hopefully the titles do get added, because uh, otherwise it just seems kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be, you know, there will be some, I'm sure, interesting dynamics with Ren Narita teaming with them, too. Uh, which is going to be the the interesting part to see if this match, how they interact with each other. Um, and then we get onto the match that Matt was so excited to talk about, the loser leaves Japan match between Hikaleo and Jay Wyatt. Um, I'm not very excited for this. Do you know what? They had quite a good match on New Japan Strong in like the middle of 2022. I don't know when it was. Um, at Mutiny, it was the, the the name of the show. Uh, they had a pretty good match. Um, yeah, it's not that I just don't like the stipulation, Kieran. Yeah, I agree. I'm not excited for this one either. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not like there's I a did... big heel going into it, and you're like, oh, you want to see him get kicked out or anything? I'm kind of indifferent. Right. I want. I want the Jay White face turn. Like, I want him to, like, tell Gato to fuck off and like realize that he really is like he can be really great without gato on his own and you know he proved himself against okada at wrestle kingdom 17 and he doesn't have to go to the wwe where he gets named like you know bill knife or something dumb like that yeah i uh, 
I mean, he's got the match versus Eddie Kingston after this at Battle in the Valley, but that's not even a giveaway because it's Loser Leaves Japan. Right. It's not Loser Leaves the company or anything like that. So, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Jay White's going to be working with AEW. Maybe he's going to have a dual contract. Maybe this, you work for AEW, get signs a contract with AEW, but, you know, he still does lots of New Japan stuff and he's like their boy in America to try to lead the charge with these, uh, these new things. But, um, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I'm not. I'm just not excited for this match. No, and it's like, look, I, if I'm being selfish, right? Because I don't want him to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? But if it's like, if he is tired of flying to Japan or he wants to be home with his family, like I get it. I'm not a complete dick, but I can be selfish about this. Like Jay White's I, my guy. Like I think, like let's go back to the episode after Dominion. It might be our first episode. Like we're both losing our shit we're both loved we love jay Wyatt, huge fans but i i've not felt this down on him i think since he returned from his excursion um he just he feels very flat um just there, there's nothing there's not nothing to sink your teeth into when it comes to jay white at the moment no he, he the whole you know we talked about it leading up to wrestle kingdom and after wrestle kingdom like he wasn't in japan the stuff with okada wasn't like where it needed to be, and it didn't help that it was Osprey and Omega. It kind of blew them out of the water. So, yep, it'll be uh, it'll be something, you know. It's got yeah. It the, the fallout perhaps will be more interesting than the build. Um, but then you go into the Never Openweight Championship match: Tamatonga versus El Fantasmo. Um, this one has a lot of potential. These are two guys that, on paper, I wouldn't say perhaps I'd want to see them wrestle, but I think they they they're gonna. Go out all guns fucking blazing. Tamatonga has proven himself a tremendous singles wrestler, and El Fantasmos, I feel like, still f- feels like he's got something to prove since jumping to the heavyweight. He had that feud with Shingo, but it was marred with KOPW silliness. Um, here's a proper singles match. It's for a title. Let's go out guns blazing. Yeah, no, I'm actually excited for this one. Um, if I had my way, Tama never would have lost the title to Carl mm-hmm. Anderson back in May or whenever the fuck he lost it. And yeah, he would have just been the just, champion all the way up until now. I t- I think he retains. Um, I hope so. Because yeah, to go back to back zero defenses for him is very sucky. Uh, but I, I love El Fantasmo, but I don't think he's getting the win here. I think Tamatonga is retaining, but I do think they have a, a brilliant match. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's nice to see um, uh, the the growth of elp going from the g1 you know he's not a a junior anymore he went up to the g1 he didn't have the best outing but he was in the g1 so that counts for something Mm -hmm. stuff with shingo like you said even though it was kopw heavy like he he worked a lot with shingo which oh it was a very long feud and he put his all into that yeah so like this is be this this is the next step where he enters this never open weight championship realm not necessarily winning the title but hopefully he's around the the title scene for a while because I really don't think you could do like Tama ELP, maybe Kenta slides in there. Yeah, I don't think there's any shortage of opponents for the Never and Tama. Yeah. I think you you're... throw an Aaron. I'd like to see Aaron Hanare challenge Tama. Like I'd be like if Tama was a defending Never Openweight Champion and he could go out and have a great match with ELP, which I think he can. I think he can get something out of Hanare, which would be a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you throw maybe you throw Umino in there, you know. A little that, Facebook, 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 face first face. I can't fucking talk today. I'm sorry. 
you know, I think that could be a lot of fun. And then maybe like Great Ocon is the guy that unseats him in like five months. Yeah, yeah. I think it, the Never title is free. Let's make something of it now. Um, it kind of spent a year on the shelf, it felt like, almost. Um, and then your main event, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, Okada versus Shingo Takagi. Uh, Okada's first defense following Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, like we said, the winner of this one will defend the title a week later at Battle in the Valley in San Jose. Um, opponent hasn't been announced. They've just announced it's going to be a title defense. Uh, but I think it's a no-brainer that Okada's uh, keeping the title here. I just had a thought. I don't. I don't like it when you have a thought, Matt. <laughs> what? What's the thought? What if uh, um, Kiyomiya sticks his little little grubby fingers in this match? I've I've seen this idea thrown around a bit. I, I'm not a fan at all. Uh, it's I love GP World Heavyweight Championship. I don't think that should be something that happens. Uh, but it does add fuel to the fire of why am I going to want to wrestle this guy? Right. What's you know? a bigger What's a bigger fuck you than mm-hmm. costing costing Okada the championship? Yep. And then you know Okada beating Kiyomiya or Kiyomiya beating Okada at the the Tokyo Dome suddenly isn't as awful because you know Okada isn't the heavyweight champion. Um. But I'm I'm just very hard pushed for for Okada to drop this at the first title. Yeah, no, I get it. I in the valley and with the match with Kiyomiya in the Tokyo Dome. Um, and I, again, I've got to say I'm not overly excited for the new beginning. This new beginning card as a whole, there's no match. There's usually you know usually one match that I'm like this is the one for me. You know, I don't have that match here. Really? Yeah, I, I feel think like that, I think. And I think it's such a, f- a far cry because New Japan doesn't do it a lot. Like, if you had Kiyomiya show up and, like, maybe he doesn't even get involved. Maybe he just walks down to ringside and oh. Okada loses his fucking mind. It's it's in wholly in the realm of possibility. It, it's not ridiculous, absurdist fantasy booking at all. Um it, it no. makes total logical sense because it's not it, it's an it's a it's a dude from another wrestling company it's not you know i'm sure if you go back through the history of new japan all japan and noah i'm sure there's been i know there's been those company versus company matches um but man it would just be something different that i don't think new japan has really done and i think it would really add a buzz and shingo is a former world champion like it's not like oh uh, yeah it's not like evil is beating okada I suppose the thing, if you want to look at it from booking standpoint, the Keiji Muto's show, Grand Final, it's not a New Japan show. Right. So do New Japan want to stick this much into it? Do you know, do they want to have their title change to help promote a pro wrestling Noah show? Probably not, I suppose. Right. Um, I think there's every chance... And I think it's probably very likely, in fact, I'm I'm pretty confident that this show will outsell Wrestle Kingdom too. Um, and whilst I'm sure New Japan aren't that bothered that for the first time in probably what ten years, ten years plus that Noah have outsold New Japan, um, it's probably still a bit of a and you know they've sold it. If they do sell them over, if they do sell better than New Japan did in Tokyo Dome, it's with New Japan's help, right? We, we built this card for you basically at Wrestle Kingdom 16 in Yokohama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's unlikely, but it's logical, which is why I wouldn't 
you know, if it happens, it makes total sense. It's a reason to watch. I'm with you. I don't think it happens, but it just came into like the way the schedule is set up and and whatnot. You know, it would definitely continue to garner. Yeah, I just I hope between the two shows this coming weekend and this new beginning show, we get a surprise or two because I think the cards are good, not great to me. I think because we're coming off of Wrestle Kingdom 17, Tokyo Dome, knocked out the park. Yokohama Arena, better than anyone could have hoped for because of that Okada Kiyomiya stuff. Uh, the, Noah, new, the Noah show in Tokyo Dome is stacked to the nines. And these shows are just kind of normal New Japan. But it's cheering crowds as well. We can't forget that. They're getting It's back to normality. They've said yep. the shows this weekend, cheering. Osaka, cheering. Um, for the most part, it should be cheering now when it's going to make all the difference in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and now that we we have the pandemic under control, like you saw it blossom last year with the with the G one and the Super Juniors, now it's the world of possibility. You know, if if all these companies are looking to work together, you never know who's going to show up where, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, this a Kenny's got the US title. You yep. know, he's going to be defending that against Jeff Cobb at some point, maybe. You know, one or both of them show up at a show. Uh, maybe, you know, Jeff Cobb's more than likely going to show up in AEW, I suppose, but... I wouldn't be mad if he showed up in DC. Oh, <laughs> oh um, imagine that. Imagine you get Kenny at uh, DC or Philly, man. Jesus. Um, but yeah, it, it's... it's <clears throat> two, lots of New Japan has happened. Lots of New Japan is happening. Um, you know, when we come back in two weeks, the New Beginning show will be... The New Beginning tour will be over. Um... The pro wrestling Noah show in the Tokyo Dome will be imminent. The pro no, it won't. it'll still be way away. Jesus, that's not until about twenty first of the January, uh, February. Yeah, but Battle in the Valley will be coming up. So next show, we'll be talking about what has happened in New Japan, and we'll be previewing Battle in the Valley. Um, because I'm I'm excited to talk about that card. That's so stacked. Do you uh and and we we can you know it'll be more prevalent next time we get together but is fantastic mania something you check out you know what if i'm working from home i'll have it on the tv but i won't be sitting there watching it or just be in the background and then you know if something happens the commentators will make enough noise to get my attention i'm sure um but yeah no they they i mean rocky romero is I, I think he won the he won the CMLL light heavyweight. I, I don't know what title it is, but he's a, a bastard little heel over in CMLL. Um, and I I need to check out his match because it's it's meant to be incredible. Um, I've been meaning to check it out for the past week, uh, and just haven't gotten around to it. But love Rocky Romero, uh, absolute hero of the business, deserves all the flowers in the world, and a good guy to round it out as well. Um, so maybe he'll be part of the tour. Uh, but yeah. Um. You you sometimes get a, a sneaky couple of cool matches, um, and the new Japan talent tend to do stuff different. They'll wear different masks. Tanahashi will throw on face paint. They'll pull out different moves. Yep. They make it fun. Um, and I think I've read as well that it's a big money maker for new Japan and CMLL. Like the tour does incredibly well, which is why they do it every year. Obviously, the pandemic yeah. has stopped it, but it's a good time for the live audience. That's for sure. Yeah, Rocky has the uh, Rocky won the NWA. World Historic Welterweight Championship, taking it off of Volador Jr. Yeah, had it for like fucking five years. Yeah, it's insane. Um, it the match is available for free on YouTube. I've not seen it, but I will plug the hell out of it because everyone is loving it. 
Yeah, I would. I, I'll. I want to check that out. It's too. it's, it's one hundred percent on my list. But yeah, um, seems like the uh, the Fantastica Mania tour is shorter this year too. It's only like five days, six days. Well, it's usually straight after New Year's Dash. Yeah, that's true. And it takes up like two weeks, right? Yeah, it usually takes up the middle to the end of January, and then you get a new, a little new beginning tour, and then you know into New Japan Cup. So they've they've timed it differently this year, um, I suppose, because of Wrestle Kingdom uh, seventeen in Yokohama. Uh, But it's it's a it's fun, you know. But it's not going to be anything important. You might get a title defense or two. And it'll be, it's the first time they've ran. I think you said this before when I was looking up Rocky's stuff, but it's the first time they've run it since 2020. Yeah, obviously the pandemic put a grinding halt to it. You couldn't get all the guys over from Mexico because, yeah, half of the show will be CMLL guys and mixing out with New Japan guys. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's one that's certainly for the live audience, I think, more than the, the ones watching on New Japan World. Um, but yeah, lots of New Japan to look forward to. Uh, Battle in the Valley coming up. We'll discuss that next episode. Uh, we'll talk about all the good things that have happened, and there'll no doubt be more announcements because it seems like every week now there's something new and exciting from New Japan. You know, you get this announcement of the changes in Strong. You get <coughs> wake up one day and suddenly there's an All Star Junior Festival. Um, you know, they're they're going to be announcing entrance to that because that's on March first, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and they've announced Hiromu as the first and like participant, unsurprisingly. Um, it's, his, it's his baby. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, no, lot go, we're, we're not going to be short of stuff to talk about on the Break Club, that's for sure. No, and that's a blessing because this is such a great time, uh, and it's a it's a treat to sit down every two weeks and talk in New Japan Pro Wrestling with Kieran. Uh, you're going to follow Kieran on social media at Kieran RH ninety three on Twitter. He's part of the Wrestle In family at Wrestle In on Twitter, and he's got the brand new New Japan show. It's probably not as good as the Bread Club. But it's definitely got Kieran on it, so that means it's definitely worth <laughs> checking out. Uh, Ace Techers is the new show, uh, and I fixed that on your uh, banner there, so you're gonna want to check that out. In magician, Matt. yeah, Ace Techers. Uh, just search Wrestle in IWN wherever you listen to podcasts. If you need more New Japan content, if uh, the Bread Club isn't filling your belly enough, it's also it's not even just the Bread Club though. It's always fun to listen listen to other people's opinions and get their points of view because maybe they see something that you don't see like a master Watto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's like, you know, I think, um, SP three might've said his match at night was, uh, was Keno versus, um, Naito, you know, whereas we, we've unanimously said show, uh, Nakajima versus Shingo. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good time over there. Um, but it just as equally a good time is the break club. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's good food for the brain. When you listen to other people talk about pro wrestling, it gets your brain thinking. Maybe you see think something from a little different perspective. Maybe you don't think Tanahashi has dumb hair, but maybe you do see the dumb hair. I don't know. I don't know how you guys are thinking out there. I should have named a podcast something about Tanahashi's hair just to annoy you. I don't think it would annoy me. Called it Tanahashi's beautiful hair. That's actually a good name for a podcast. Yeah, it's uh, what are they? Tanahashi's majestic mane. They call it an oxymoron. <laughs> So they call it. <laughs> oh damn, um, Matt, who yep. you got on Wizards podcast tonight? Oh man, we got uh, Jossie is an independent wrestler out here. He's he's uh, AAW tag team champion. So by the time this drops, um, you can listen to it at shiningwizards.com is the website. At Wizards Podcast is the Twitter account. I run it. So if you're looking to talk to uh, 
to me about new Japan, you can just jump in the DMS or reach out to me. I run the wizards podcast account uh, every Monday night, about seven o'clock Eastern here in the States. We are live on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You could jump right in the chat and uh, talk with us live. We pull up comments. We, uh, we shout people out. Uh, it's a lot of fun and we don't take ourselves too seriously. It's very much, uh, it's like a hang man, you know, we're just hanging out, talking wrestling, having a good time. I think last week we spent like 15 minutes talking about like me using like cum on my face to to make my beard look good. I don't know why. Like they just like threw me in the barrel and it was on. And you're either mm. and once you're in the barrel, you either take it or you fight back. And it was it was rough. Wrestling. We do talk about wrestling. <laughs> to the Jay Briscoe tragedy, which was a weird segue, but. Uh, yeah, uh, we bring you the funny. We bring you the serious. It's you know, it's pro wrestling and everything in between. So we'll talk about the rumble and you know how I hated it, and it'll be fun. Check it out at Wizards Podcast on the Twitter machines, and then of course FightfulOverbooked.com. Fightful.com. You know I'm Sean Ross Sapp and and Jeremy and all the people over there are doing great things. Uh, we're thankful to be on their network. Uh, so FightfulOverbooked.com is a website. Check them out on YouTube, Fightful Overbooked on YouTube. Uh, that's where you want to watch the show. That's where you want to hit that comment button and drop a comment in there. Hit that like oh, button. That reminds me. Uh, there was a chap left a comment, just a very quick one. Uh, Hayden asked me, was New Japan the only wrestling company that was being shown on Japan Airlines on my flight back from Japan? Oh, uh, question. Simple question. Yes. Uh, New Japan was the only professional wrestling available on your in-flight entertainment on the back seat um so yeah sorry just to interrupt you there but hayden did ask that in the comments uh so yeah if you leave us a comment we will always try to remember to answer it to give you a shout out uh me and matt aren't uh you know we're dumb guys we're dumb we're 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 not we're not the biggest brains in uh in the wrestling community um we so we try to remember we don't always remember we sometimes forget um but you know shout out julian as always um shout out our our buddy on Twitter, whose name I don't know how to pronounce. Matt, do you have any idea how to pronounce it? You know who I'm talking about. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, let me get up his Twitter. Um, I follow him. I'm stalling for time. Now you're good. While you look for that, remember, Fightful Overbooked on YouTube. Every comment, every like, it helps us um, continue to be uh, our world dominance on Fightful Overbooked, right? If you really like this New Japan podcast and you want us to be like king shit at Fightful Overbooked, we need you, the listeners, to like, comment, reach out to Fightful on Twitter and tell them like, hey, the Bread Club rules. We need more Bread Club in our life. So it's Yusuf. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Yusuf Ahmed, uh, mate, you know who you are. Uh, you're always tweeting me and Matt. You're always supporting the Bro Club. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and to everyone else that commented on last uh, the last episode, Colin Maffey uh, with lots of comments. King Ryu talking about Kenny Omega. Uh, Julian talking about his own podcast, um, which I don't know where it is, so I can't plug you. Uh, Simeon Windeth, uh talking about Okada and Omega teaming up, uh, being God tier. Um, and Kenny Omega being the Prince of Tokyo Dome, which is uh, an, an interesting sport. Um, but yeah, shout out all you guys for leaving comments and always supporting us. We will be back in two weeks' time. So if you haven't figured it out by now, it's every two weeks. We record usually on a Monday. The episode's usually up Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so like you don't have to you don't have to fret. Every two weeks we'll be here. It's like the pay- it's like your paycheck, except we're much more enjoyable. And when we come back, I will be. Sp- gray entirely gray 
I'll have wrinkles. I will be the thing it's close to retirement man. when I hit when because I'll be thirty years old. Really, dude? Really? <laughs> I had to. I had to make you feel a little bit bad. A, li- a little bit better. <laughs> You're probably not going gray at fucking thirty. I'm forty-one years old. I look like a goddamn skunk. If I... <laughs> look at this beard, bro. I look like a skunk. I keep the microphone in front of my face. Shining skunk, Matt. Holy That's shit! The, the new name we need to get on now. Yeah, you're real old, Kieran. You got eleven. I'm a, got eleven years on you, but you're feeling it. I mean, yeah, uh, I feel. I'm not. I was going to say I feel young at heart, but I don't. I feel like a lot older at heart. Um, really? But yeah, I'm a miserable old fucker. Uh, really? In my soul, my soul is miserable old git. Oh, um, well, I, look, I hope you have a fantastic birthday. Thank you. I hope uh, I hope your football club wins. I hope the new beginnings are fantastic. I hope you and the your wonderful fiance have a great uh, blast at the hall. Hope your uncle doesn't play shitty music. <laughs> I hope um, uh, I hope you, no one like fucking spits on your cake. Do you have a cake? Are you gonna get a cake? So it's a spoiler. I wasn't meant to find out I was getting a cake, but apparently, yes, I'm getting a special cake. Let's did you did you something. ruin the surprise? No, I think someone said something and I was there and could hear it or something. Ah. Like someone said, oh, when do you have to go get the cake or something to Hazel? And she was like, for fuck's sake. And I was like, well, I knew I was probably going to get a cake, but I suppose I didn't know it was going to be a special cake. So she's a bit upset. Well, it's still going to be the best cake ever. It, pro- it probably is. Yeah, she's pulling out all the stops better. And your um, punishment for the person that mentioned it, they should get no cake. I'm sorry. I will, I will, I will say that to her. She will, she will wholeheartedly agree. Um, yeah. How do you ruin a surprise? What are you doing talking about surprises around Kieran? People, come on. Uh, but if you're a wrestler and you want to talk about surprises or send me scoops, feel free. Send you scoops. Scoops. I'm not ice cream man. I'm gonna, scoops? I'm gonna start getting scoops. I'm gonna bring a little bell, and then any time I got a scoop, I'm gonna ring it. I got a bell right here, bro. I haven't got, I haven't got scoops. Get a bell. No, no scoops. We're all out. The, the machine's broken. I can, I'll give you a, what kind of scoops you want. I got them all. Um, what do you need to know? Who is... I don't know. I can't think of anything. Wait. I got whatever you need, man. So so what I'm, the scuttlebutt is what I'm hearing. Think <laughs> on. Right? This is what the, the whispers are. <laughs> all right. This is what the skinny I got. We're gonna um, New Japan's gonna get wild. They're bringing in CM Punk, right? <laughs> CM Punk cut the feed. Break Club's done. Stop. Right? He's CM Punk, super hot, right? Seth Rollins, says, get <laughs> that cancer out of the. We don't want that cancer in the WWE. Phil can kick rocks. Phil's going to Japan, right? He's bringing his fucking stupid dog. Phil and Larry are gonna beat Bishamon. They're taking the tag titles, right? Larry. <laughs> Larry is gonna is gonna poop in Okada's boots. If I had control of this recording, I would press just press stop recording right now. This is what I mean. Phil's going over. He's bringing AJ Lee with him, right? AJ Lee's gonna she's gonna Shanghai Pearl Harbor. Where 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 did these scoops come from? Was, was this was this from the Wizards by any chance? No, no. This is all from Scott Scotty Goldman sent me all this information. <laughs> All right, AJ Lee's gonna she's gonna attack Monet, Monet, right? And she's gonna take her title match at Battle in the Valley. 
Um, Steve Meltzer ain't got nothing on me. All right. Uh, I, I'm at a loss for words. How many stars? Six stars in Kieran's apartment. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at a loss for words. Um, right I, next I, Chaco Pro Show, I heard in Kieran's apartment. Wrap 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 this up, Matt. Before before we end up saying something that gets us in trouble. Why? Phil ain't coming after me. Phil ain't got nothing on me. You don't know what he's. Watching. I got the, maybe. I got the drop on Phil. Maybe Philip Brooks is a big Bread Club fan. I mean, Philip, reach out to me, brother. <laughs> Suddenly you changed your tune. <laughs> no, it's not changing the tune. I still got the scoops. He's going to New Japan. Um, Him and Yano are going to have a match. God, this is right? getting out. Loser this is... has to wear a Z-Pack. This is getting out of hand. I we think are out could... of control. We are the Bread Club. Fightful Overbook. Comment, like, subscribe, rate. Tell the people at Fightful you love us. We'll be back in two weeks. Kieran will be uh, like Benjamin Button, but like, but like for normal. <laughs> he's gonna be like so not Benjamin He's got uh, no. Kieran has Pajiria. The fuck's Pajiria? Pajiria is Pajiria is the one where you get older. When you get older? No, no. You you uh, <laughs> you rapidly age. What was that oh. Robin Williams movie Jack? Oh, I vaguely know what you're talking about. I don't think yeah, I watched Kieran that. has Pajiria. Next week, it's me and a very old Kieran. Um, he I just got it. He just I'm, got it this week. The last, on... like, 15 episodes, he didn't have it. <laughs> I'm wondering if I should Showed commit. up in the mail. CM Punk sent <laughs> Kieran Press Pajiria the stop record button. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. Enjoy your New Japan Pro Wrestling. We'll talk to you soon.